Uh. Live from Cool Boys Central. You can be the boss down there. I'm boss up here. Hold your dicks and rub your tits. Or you'll be ice cold. Here come the cool boys. Just the young boy. What? <gasps> what? <gasps> so cool. Cool? Cool. So cool. Oh, good for you. Yeah. I'm so cool boy. Greetings, Cool Boy Nation, and welcome to another installment of Beating the Shit Out of This Fucking Dead Horse <laughs> Boys Podcast, formerly known as the podcast milking the fuck out of those throwaway lead clicks version of the Cool Boys Podcast, and perhaps ending for the meantime our X-Files spoiler cast edition. Aww. You know what Ballard always likes to say? <gasps> July 18th is almost here, baby. Yes. I'm happy July AT Felk. Yeah, this is it. This is the last episode before July AT. And I'm happy July AT everyone, Ballard. Uh so cool. And cool boy nation, or just throw away alien Reddit listeners, let's be honest. <laughs> if you want to reach out and touch a cool boy, email us at the cool boys podcast at gmail.com. Let's do it. Touch us. All right, so <clears throat> we are on the eve of July 8 essentially, not really the eve of July 8 uh, We're like three days away. Um, by the time this drops, we'll be about two days away. Um, and then we'll be dead. It's, it's coming, and then we're all dead, and then we're all uh, you know, wiped out by uh, Montana's super volcano erupting. or It's not even alien-related. Some meteor hitting Earth, you also know, during this giant meteor like uh, shower we're about to have that I just sent you a link about earlier today. That's yeah. like running from July 14th. Apparently, through, also or I said this to maybe you yesterday. Sorry, but July 14th okay. through like uh, August something. It's like, oh yeah, just right during the July 18th period. Yeah, nice. You know, what July 18th or some also solar is. Flare. Do you know what July 18th also is in terms of movie anniversaries? Yes, Aliens. The 35th, the 35th. anniversary of Aliens. Yeah, I saw that in the uh, the uh, the R Throw Alien Reddit thread. Maybe we watch Aliens for our post July 18 episode. I go and make sense because we were recording it like three days later. Yeah, but then nice we can talk about you know um, the aliens that are invading Earth and how they're allowing us to still do podcasts. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, or, or or Biden is. I'm gonna talk bad things about Biden. Hope oh that doesn't no. upset anybody who who can't handle anti-Biden things. Oh no! And I'm gonna talk centrist liberal conversations that'll upset liberals. <laughs> You're not a liberal. You know you aren't. It's it's not. None of the, never once they go. Oh, the deep voice guy or Felk is the one whose politics are abhorrent. Thank God there's that high pitched centrist on there to level things out. It's right. their politics are unacceptable, or I don't like their politics, or, or their jokes about precious, you know, Biden and, and Queen Kamala or Kamala uh, taking away freedom of speech or whatever. It was they when it came to the politics. Well, my when favorite it came, new when thing... it came to not caring about Throwalian and sounding uninterested and wanting to move on, that was yep. specific to the Felk character. Oh, I know they called you out. We'll get to that later. Um, but I, yeah, it's interesting that uh, th there is a a want. There's no actual push or any actual uh, laws being passed, but that there is a want within um, the Democratic uh, National uh, Committee. That they they want to censor be able to censor SMS text messaging. Yeah. You know, in case you you know your crazy aunt or your your best friend is a little bit off 
and they have a little bit a joke they want to say and it's maybe not you know a, a funny joke to everyone yeah. and uh oh censor it despite the fact that the average Picasso painting sells for between like 150 and 250 thousand dollars Hunter Biden just has this art gallery opening and five separate pieces sold for over $500,000 and all the uh, buyers are anonymous and untraceable <laughs> and we're just not supposed to pay attention. This is from Jen Psaki, or Pusaki. Yep, yeah. Uh, and what herself. did she say? She said we should... We, we, uh, They're all anonymous, so don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, but no, she, she, she like she's quoted as saying something like... Um, uh, we should be respectful of all, you know, children of the president or something to that effect. And you're kind of like, children? Not him. <laughs> like what? Or a child? I can't remember the exact like word. It was amazing. It was, oh, I have it right here. Of course, he has the right to pursue an artistic career just like any child of a president has the right to pursue a career. It's like, yeah, he's just a little cute boy. He's just tiny little Hunter Biden. Again, it's, it's the fact that uh, he's painting. His paintings are selling for a. Uh, strangely high amount of money for a guy who they're really good most of us have kind of figured out is a money laundering pawn <laughs> you know i think they're really good paintings i was blown away by them actually yeah i texted you some yeah i loved it it's so so, so cool pretty flowers so, and so, shit so like cool. that well i'm i'm celebrating a little bit tonight i'm i'm uh smoke them if you got them tonight and pouring a delicious glass of chardonnay all day we're gonna die um because I'm excited. We are going to have our last podcast tonight. This is it. After this, if the aliens allow us to have more podcasts, whatever it is, the the Rehokum or the Haverim or whatever it was that some abductee was claiming are coming. I used to have a problem with the, the podcast veering in a direction of like, let's discuss this Marvel product. Let's discuss this Disney product. Let's discuss this Star Wars product. Now I just wish we could talk about Black Widow and Loki <laughs> after fucking eight episodes of talking about Throw Alien. Uh-oh, I'm sounding disinterested about Throw Alien. I shouldn't How do that. dare you? Uh, I have commented in the past of the podcast, Leaving Live, where I've been like, Felk, if you don't care or fake caring, then who's going to care to listen well, I think we have our answer to A lot of people, they're just going to complain about it after the fact. By the way, we've had also a lot of people on Reddit saying some very nice things to us directly, you know, sent us some comments directly, some award. No, this is going to be the that cool means. boys re-mean tweets. Yeah, we got a hug award. I don't know what that means, but it sounds nice. Dude, we got two hug awards, it looks like. Oh, shit. The second one, I didn't know about this. I, don't know, I only knew about the it's one. It's too many hugs. All right, well, let's let's get started on, on our show cool So show there's topic. no updates in the timeline and Le Muffin's timeline, except maybe Le Muffin is a little too modest because Le Muffin has just been interviewed by a podcast. No, not us, but Colt no, of course or not Just us. Weird. Colt or Just Weird uh, for their season three, episode eight. By the way, a long time ago, Felk said to me, podcasts don't have seasons. And I went, all right, I guess Serial doesn't have seasons, but... Anyways, these people have seasons. Um, Le Muffin was interviewed at uh, during their one hour and seven minute mark, so check it out. Colt or weird, Colt or just weird. If you want to actually hear Le Muffin's voice, I think so I, said, I would say that's I think I said an update in the timeline. I think it's a conversational podcast. Don't have seasons. Narrative it doesn't really ones matter. Do. Narrative doesn't... ones do. Serials a narrative podcast. It was just a really toxic conversation that stuck with me, and it's still you know playing. You're still mad day. about it to this yeah, day. Yeah, don't worry about it. Obviously, don't worry like, about you, it. Then I was wrong, and you were right. Some podcasts do have seasons. 
Yeah, well, good. I'm glad to hear you say I that. I don't remember, right, so, like many things, I don't remember saying that thing, but I, I, I'm sure I did. It's probably on a podcast from like episode two or three or something. Maybe. Um, uh, so uh, there's well a recorded. post I had about 16 days ago that I thought was kind of, uh, you know, emblematic of everything about Throw Whalian, this whole phenomenon, this event has become uh, this cult. I, uh, I guess some people like to call it some haters. Haters going to hate. Um, so... I just wanted us to, you know, read this wonderful little post uh, by Dingus1122 uh, called July AT Forever Felk. I thought it was nice and uh, oh, the second kind one. of a, I, I yeah, pulled, a little, little positive one. thing. That first one was the timeline. We're past that. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought there was – you said there was new stuff in there. You don't want to go through No, that. no, no. There should be, and that's that Lay Muffin got interviewed on a podcast. Okay, but not us. But to not be us. fair, no, we no, did no. not reach out to Lay Muffin on Reddit. We simply did it in the podcast and – with four-hour episodes, maybe he didn't. He didn't. He didn't get to him. I don't know. Maybe, or maybe he just didn't like our quality and reached out to these guys instead. I, I, we, we they re- I think it sounds like they reached out to Les Buffins. Hmm. Okay, so July 18th forever. Just read the main text. Yeah, just read the main body of that. Dingus one one two two said, "No matter what happens, oh, it's July 18th forever." Name of the post. Name of the post. Or subject of the email. Oh. No matter what happens this summer, if TAA was right about July 8T or not, even if he were to come forward on July 9T, uh, that's cute, as a LARP, I will, every July in the years to come, refer to that particular date as July 8T. So if ever by coincidence I were to meet any one of you, IRL, in real life. I and I use July AT. You will know for sure we're old pals at the TAA sub. Lol. This place and TAA has marked me for life, regardless. Aw, so nice. And it's then, like a fraternity secret greeting kind of thing. Kind of. Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. It's the special handshake or the uh, whatever the, the signal. Um a lot of people kind of uh, echo that statement in this uh post, you know. Yeah, it's just been nice nice to kind of have this uh, conversation, to have fun with people, to have a positive uh, place to communicate and have a good time talking about something that whether it happens or doesn't happen, it's really immaterial to the thread. The thread is just having more fun with the the LARP as a date or if it's a real world date, like what can you fucking do? Or be excited by the celebration of, of Close Encounters of the Third Kind or First Contact, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was nice. And we've got some nice posts, but I, you know, Felk, would you say this thread is all positive? No, I would not say it's all positive. And say, in fact, I'd say it's probably 60 40 negative to positive. What? What are you talking against about? Against us. What happened? Uh, which makes me wonder if many of our listens aren't like kind of like, yeah, I'm listening because I care about Throw Alien, but I hate these guys, which doesn't help the old self esteem. Oh, no, you're going to commit suicide again. <laughs> Think about it every morning. I'm sorry. Is this since um, about March 2020. <laughs> no, it's July 18. All right, so let's let's check out this uh, this wonderful thread. Delta uh, variant, here. everybody. <laughs> We've got a Delta variant coming soon. They're gonna it's try here. it. They're gonna try it again. Oh yeah, it's here. All right, let's see. Is that, wait, wait, are we on Ryan Basher? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. Ryan Basher, Bashes Felk. <clears throat> Reddit takes a really long time to redirect. Is this just me? Uh, like everything yeah, else is you. snappy. 
I got no issues. Uh, okay, let's view all comments because there are like two nice. No, there's only one other nice one. A nice one. So we are in a thread called "Fresh Episode of the Cool Boys Podcast." The throwaway alien files, which is what where we, we posted last week's episode. Where we posted last week's episode, the seventh installment of the throwaway alien files. Um, someone did say Hollow World Three said, "I like how they keep the I like how the keep pronouncing Le Muffin, which apparently is wrong. It's it's Le Muffin, not Le Muffin." But we're gonna. How do you know this? How do you know this? Because it's on the other one, um, the podcast that had Le Muffin on. Their thread uh, has uh, some somebody going, "Oh, it's fi- nice to finally tr- find out how you pronounce lay muffin." And somebody's like, "How?" And it's like, "The lay is French, but muffin is English or American." Oh wow! Okay, but we're gonna say lay muffin, lay muffin, <laughs> okay. But uh, Ryan Basher or Ryan Brasher actually uh, <gasps> said this series would be entertaining if Felk or whatever his name is, trying to sound remotely interested. True. Sounds like he's just trying to wrap up the episode every time he reads something other than the X-Files, which I care about. <laughs> I This is Ryan B- Brasher. I had to turn it off halfway through the first episode and a quarter through the second. <laughs> I'll give these newer episodes a try. Oh. and see if it changed. Now, in the first one, I was trying to get us off, but in the second one, I was all on board. I almost po- re- responded back with the clip of um, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar going, the hell I don't! You you, you, you try r- running your ass up and down the court. I, I'm out there busting my buns every night. You tell your dad to run up those two names I don't remember up and down the court every night. You try fucking recording on a Wednesday night for four hours straight, doing straight quality voiceover work, pausing for Bauer to give his commentary and then discuss the X-Files for an hour or two after that every once a week. It's hard. You haven't produced... Ryan Bratcher's fucking podcast on Throw Aliens doesn't compare very well to our content or my work on those contents. And yeah, I don't really care that much about Throw Alien. I'm tired of hiding it. I think it's I think it's a fun little community and everything, but yeah, nothing's gonna happen on July 18th, and if it does, it'll be purely coincidental. Wait, no way is it coincidental after everything. Oh, if it's aliens reveal themselves to us, yes, and they're like, "I'm Jack and I'm Gina," then no, that's not a coincidence. But if like a volcano in like the Himalayas fucking explodes or something, it won't be like that was what the aliens were talking about. No. Well, wait. Throw alien pointed out on the. He he saw sections on a map. So if certain things went down in those exact locations on the map, you know what? I'll even give you volcanoes. I'll even give you volcanoes. But it's not like if. Some mild thing, like oh shit, there's the 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 quadra or the the, the zeta, variant. The zeta <laughs> variant has made it to to <laughs> Africa, and they're gonna shut down like a few countries. Uh. It's like oh that was it, that was throwy, that was throw alien. It's like that no anything that actually happens would be coincidental. Okay, now the three things something... I will accept as not coincidental are volcanoes and the spots on the map the throw alien mentioned, aliens right. revealing themselves to Earth. Aliens invading Earth in any capacity, or Trump being reinstated as president. Even though that's not part of his predictions, I'm just going to give that to one to to throw alien. I love it. I love it. Yeah, that's a gimme. It's like a little gimme. Remember, that that date is August 13th, according to... Oh, it's 15th. No, it's the 13th, uh, because it's it's Friday, uh, the 13th. 
August 13th. Oh, wow. According to uh, the My Pillow guy who has inside knowledge. Um uh what was the other thing I was going to say? Wait, do you reserve the potential that like something could happen but you may not be aware of it and we it might take weeks or days to even find out? If we if if yeah, 2 weeks later retroactively we find out like, oh yeah, the aliens made contact on July 18th. CNN just took two weeks to report it because they wanted to vet everything. And also, Chris Cuomo's having some problems. Oh, um, my God. His wife is in the black book of Jeffrey Epstein. Those are the problems. <laughs> um, but, yeah, if we find... now, And if it's Epstein-related, like, like, we can't give that to fucking throwaway alien. Like, if, if we unsealed... A, uh, like, some undocumented unsealed, it's just pictures of fucking Bill Clinton skiing with, like slaves or some kind of sex slaves and, and just the most incriminating information Wait, possible comes but out. X-Files has taught us so much that like, you know, that they, they sometimes use, you know, the guise of the fantastic to cover up something more real. What if what if this whole LARP quote unquote throw Whalians LARP is really just a metaphor or an analogy for the cloning institutes that Jeffrey no, Epstein no, has running this, in Mexico. Right, anyone can make like you know it, that's how psych, that's entirely how psychics make money is the you know oh I, I'm getting the the the, the, the month July or June or maybe January it's a J sound and something's gonna happen with a with a ma, a, a, a mark or or a max <laughs> or you, you know. sound like the uh, the uh, the vet or no no it's the it's the pet store clerk. And Simpsons that can speak dog, and he speaks to Sam's little helper. This is all no, I'm doing I'm doing <laughs> that, that uh, crossing over guy, but, but all psychics yeah, really. Yeah, Jordan something. Cold readings is what they're called, and, and, and you no, know, the what makes throwawayly insignificant is he's like, here's a day, or or I guess two days, but then later one day because he said eight or eighteenth, fucking seven years from now, this shit's gonna happen. Here's what's gonna happen: the aliens are gonna like. They're going to make their play. They're going to be revealed to us in some capacity. That's specific enough. That's what makes Throw Alien interesting. He doesn't yep. He doesn't get, like, some vague thing. It's like, oh, we uncovered actual proof that Burisma or whatever that Russian company was giving <laughs> Biden money or some shit like that. That. That's not that's not throw alien related. That's not close enough. It won't happen on a Sunday either. They always wait till Fridays. John Edward, right? That's who it was. Yeah, yeah, the biggest douche in the universe. Yes, I, was, I thought it was like Jordan something, but yeah, John Edward. I just looked it up. Super cool. All right. Well, that guy uh, Ryan Brasher sounded super awesome, super cool. Um, but Felk, you said you came across something else. What was it? That's still my. That's probably my favorite joke of all of airplane. Just, just, just to reference it back was the is the the, the Korean. Yeah, yeah, the kid saying, you know, like, like my dad says, you don't really try anymore, except in the playoffs. And just breaks character and goes, the hell I don't. Yeah, that's that's good. That oh, ruined movie. celebrity cameo. That like that 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 ruined all celebrity cameos from that point going forward, which was a gimmick that were being used in like, yeah, obviously the actual airport movies as well as all the disaster movies and stuff, and they just made fun of it so perfectly. It did. Um, uh, wait, you said there. Wait, wait, you did say there was something else in this other thread, the fresh episode thread that you wanted to say or mention. No, just that in Hollow Worlds. I like how they keep pronouncing Le Muffin. You said there was a nice comment. Was that the nice comment? That's a nice comment. They liked Le Muffin. <laughs> Yay! All yeah. right, moving forward. Whatever. All right. So, what was the next thing that you said you saw it, in the uh, throwaway lean? Four days ago, 
I got kind of excited scrolling down because I saw a post by Acrobatic Compote 29. Good name. The post was titled, Any Good Podcasts on the Issue? And, and Felk Me, who's been doing a lot of our Reddit stuff, thinks, huh, this is a good thread for me to say, hey, guys, you should listen to the Cool Boys podcast. Amen. The, subject, the text of the, of the post says, I've been trying to find podcasts that talk about this, and I've only found two. The Cool Boys, which are two of the most obnoxious human beings to listen to, <laughs> and the other one was one episode by Creatures of the Dark on Spotify. Wow. I believe it. And uh, T. Martillo responded, agree with the cool boys. Their 21st century homoerotic jokes and belching was not a pleasant pleasant or informative listen. The only thing I took from it is how I like to pronounce Le Muffin's username. Oh, they, they seriously, they have, they have Le Muffin. So saying Le Muffin's a fucking hit, uh, this Great. person decided to shame me for having uh, gastrointestinal issues, for which I've had surgeries. Oh my uh, God. <laughs> and also they took away the pill that used to help gassiness, which is rantidide. It was like, no, it's dangerous. Now you have famantidine, which, isn't, which doesn't do shit. I mean, took it tonight, but I still feel... Uh, gassy after every dinner. So <gasps> Undercover just... Enigma responds in here, and he uh, or the they uh, yeah. have responded in the past to us as well. Yeah, where's that one? It's above uh, T Martillo. Yeah, cool boy. Yeah, Undercover Enigma, the guy who said no politics moving forward, says, uh, "Yeah, cool boys is pretty bad." I think TAA is too niche, unfortunately. There are some good general UFO alien podcasts, though. Yeah. That's fun. That's great. He sounds like Undercover Enigma, who, by the way, has like... (laughs) I mean, he he might as well say, I'm FBI or some shit. I mean, but he's not. He's LARPing as that, probably. It's probably a fucking... Why? Oh, you think it's the mustache and the glasses? And the fact that his name is Undercover Enigma. (laughs) Oh, sure. Uh, But yeah, no. uh, So, yeah. But I mean, we got well, we got a hug award. I love. I honestly, I love the negative uh, criticism. I think it's fantastic. It's good. It's good to know that you know we are shitty. <laughs> yeah. Two. I, I mean, at this point, we should just start a podcast with two of the most obnoxious human beings to listen to. That's pretty good. Done. Uh, Done. That, that's the best. I mean. Uh, great uh on that other thread about uh that that poster fan art grapefruit fizzy said uh i downloaded the podcast and i've been enjoying the first taa episode so far and very much keeping in spirit of this community heart <laughs> yeah it's it's all it's always subjective right i mean it's not objective whether it's good or bad i do enjoy bad criticism because i think it helps to hear that shit to be honest I think it's nice to know. I think it's nice to know that, like, yeah, if you don't sound interested, the audience doesn't really care to listen to you, and belching is a, is something that people like, and homoerotic jokes. By the way, I think it made Martillo. Ho- if you don't if you don't care for twenty first century homoerotic jokes, 
definitely don't listen to like the first 200 episodes or at least the first 123 where Nolan was part of it. Just also just cope because guess what? It's the 21st century. That's the century we're currently fucking in. Yeah, I don't understand. Uh, so, so I mean, if if this century, the current one, is too homoerotic for you, it's not homophobic. He said homoerotic jokes. Homophobic yeah. jokes, I would take offense to. We have yeah, no, nothing but respect fine. for the gays. Which, in many ways, we both wish we were. You especially, in terms of Gerard Butler, I guess. Oh yeah. Uh, it, it's like, Ain't but it. but no, it's just it's it's homoerotic jokes are offensive to me. Which makes me wonder, like, what direction is that coming from? Is that coming from somebody who's like homosexuality is a sin and wrong, or is it coming from a perspective uh, like these guys are homophobic and I don't like it? I'm gonna fucking complain about it on my Reddit post. No, if it, if they meant homophobic, they would have said homophobic. They said homoerotic. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's not. It's homophobic is I would say is a more common phrase probably used or word used than homoerotic. Yeah, then that person's um, homophobic. Maybe. I mean, maybe not. Uh, maybe they like it. They said agreed with the cool boys. <laughs> so agree, no, he meant agree on the cool boys. Maybe they agree with us. Yeah, maybe. All right. Well, what's uh, what's next? Is that it? Well, um, moving on from the criticisms, I figure, you know what? There's no better time to finally get through the throwaway alien comments that we never got to. Um, so I wanted to get to that. But first, this week's coach possibilities. WWE Hall of Famer Paul Mr. Wonderful Orndorf, Orndorf excuse me, just died. Oh. Is it possible that that could be coach and they are preparing their way to leave? Is this is, so? This segment is just when people die. You ask if they're. Oh well, no! But Richard looking, Branson didn't die. Well, Richard Branson he went into space recently, but did his clone only return to Earth? Oh, he came back know. already. Yeah, he just went up. He's up and down. Oh, is it Bezos who's going? He's doing the same. Bezos just doing an up and down. You know, fucking. Didn't we do that in like the sixties, and it was yeah. like a big deal? The fifties. Like, well, yeah, the, I guess. Lower orbit. They're only going. To, they're going into lower orbit now. Granted, when they, you go to lower orbit, I mean, it's like it's space. It looks like space. You see the curvature of the Earth. You see, you know, you know what looks like space, like in in the beginning of uh, Apollo thirteen. But um, it's lower orbit apparently, technically, or that's what they refer to it as. Some refer to it, I guess, as fake space to like kind of demean it. Yeah. Um, you can see the curvature uh, uh, of the Earth from the ground if it's flat enough. Like it's, no, it's I mean like flats. big time. Like you're up there. You're yeah, really yeah, up yeah. There. There's weightlessness. It's curvier, but you know what? It's curvier, baby. Go to the you're moon, Jeff Bezos. You're supposed to be your fucking Lex Luthor. Um. Right. But um. Elon. He has, well, what, he has the. Money. What he's doing is he's going into real space. When? No, no. I don't, well, he's not planning on it because he's actually going into real space. So he actually has like you know scientists and pilots and astronauts actually doing the work to figure this shit out before he goes up there. He's claimed it, I think, on the Joe Rogan podcast that he would not be on those first rockets. That he would have other people go that were qualified and you know needed to do it. It wasn't about showing how big his dick was like it is for Branson or Bezos. I mean, let's face facts. Neil Armstrong. Buzz Aldrin and the other guy. I mean, they're basically ballast, you know? Like, it's the scientists on the ground who may or may not have been Nazis, they were, who did the the hard science of figuring out how to get there. All they had to do was not fall out, basically. 
pretty much. No, that's not true. No, they've they're pilots. Like they had actually pilot and figure. Yeah, it yeah, out. piloting, piloting. Yeah, I saw. I've watched. I've watched Apollo thirteen. Yeah, it's or uh, from the Earth to the Moon. I watched. Yeah, I watched. From great the Earth series. To the moon. Yeah, it's it's uh, ten. No, it's nine out of ten great episodes, and there's one about the wives. That's the terrible. Episode. It's yeah. It, it's uh. I think it's like the Apollo thirteen episode, right, or something like that. And like they they're doing it from the ground. Are you just seeing only the wives, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, something like that. <clears throat> I can't. I can't remember. But uh, I thought it was something like I just that. Burped. Like was, oh fuck! <laughs> I'm, and I'm coughing because I'm smoking a joint. I'm so sorry. Um, they they didn't have a problem. They're coughing. Maybe they like coughing. No, apparently it's, they it's, don't. They're like belching. Heaven so. Well, I'm commenting on the belching too, so I feel like we're being meta enough if I'm commenting on it. So you shouldn't they shouldn't be upset. All right, so here's the thing: we can go through two different threads of comments right now of throwawaylings that we have yet to get to. Right. There's the shit I really want to talk about and been wanting to talk about for almost eight episodes now, and we haven't had a chance to get to it. And that's yeah, the, the important stuff because this is this is it. Not I like I said, hard cap. Well, but the more important stuff might be the stuff that's related to the aliens coming, actually, rather than like you know old architecture, and um and related to July AT. Okay. So I think what we might want to do is either go through the remaining text that we have, uh, comments that they uh, throw alien from their very first post. This is the very original post seven years ago, mm-hmm. and their comments to people once again without the questions being asked. It'll just be throw aliens comments because they deleted their 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 comments, and they deleted their post. Um, so let's go through it. We'll we'll talk about based on color blue felk. Yep. This is only for you at this point. Blue is is blue everyone. In, yeah, blue is for July AT roughly and the UAPs and the aliens themselves. Cerule- Green Cerulean is directly blue. referencing the uh, architecture and the videos of the past that throw aliens saw on those ships. So now we know what the content is about. Let's just go through these remaining texts. So blue, so, blue only then. No, no, both blue, but we'll know what blue and green are. Blue is July AT related or you you know UFO related or alien related. And the green is essentially about what throwaway and watched on those screens. Okay. Well, there's a bit here. We'll have to skip some of it. Um, all right. First... So, 11 20, 2013, 7 56 a.m. I made a throwaway account because no one believed this. <laughs> and everyone would think that I'm crazy. And you know what? It wouldn't be any better in 2021 after everyone knows. They would just ignore me. It's all true. We read that already. Okay, yeah, we might have read some of these just in our original post. Um, that's just important because it has something to do with July 18, obviously. This is them seven years ago, just doubling down on the 2021. But also, pointing out again, you know, Throw Alien is a very sad individual. All right, this next one is referencing um, what Throw Alien sees on the screens inside the alien ship. Uh, answer this somewhere else. Read this one already. I remember reading the Europe or Russia is enormous. Well, read it for tonight just for for context. All right, answered this somewhere else, but my internet connection sucks. So sorry if I'm answering it again. I don't know how they were built. I'm not an engineer or an architect. I can tell you this, though. It wasn't slaves. There was a town right there where all the workers lived. There was a lot of singing at and at night. There was dancing and what looked like bonfire parties. The big blocks of stone came in off a river that was there, which I guess was the Amazon. It came right up to where they were building, though, so it was probably a canal, or canal, or else the river moved. 
And one thing is, and and one thing is this, when you see picture of it, it's always guys pushing big blocks up ramps around the outside of the pyramids, but that's he not right. He means like in like history books and stuff and whatnot. Yeah, it would be pictures. The, the blocks went up inside the pyramids. I don't know if they had ramps inside the elevators or elevators or something, but they pushed the blocks inside the pyramids and then at the top, they came out at the corners. Also, because people always care about this, there were no white people there. There were some black people there, but mostly they all looked Egyptian, kind of brown, kind of olive. That's all, I, like, bully. That's, that's all I remember from that video. The better video was the one in Europe. Mm. It could have been Russia, I guess, but it looked like Europe with the same kind of trees. With the pyramids, I wouldn't have even recognized it if it weren't for the big pyramids because it wasn't a desert. But the one in Europe or Russia is enormous, very big. I have never seen it in real life or heard of it or anything. So maybe it's been covered up with a forest or with a city or something. It's not a pyramid though. It's a big complex of stone buildings. Some are square and some are pyramids and some are circles that are open in the middle like gardens and the walls are all held up by stone arches, beautiful places. There was no video of that one being made, just of the complex. At least I haven't seen it being made. I hope there are people looking for that kind of thing because he misspells because different ways too. Yeah. Because if we found this one, it would be really neat. Okay, that was read in the first uh, episode of the, the Throwaway Alien Files. Okay, um, so Amazon. When he said earlier he was talking about the River Amazon, he I think he corrects this. We'll kind of get to that. He, not he Amazon.com. Yeah, the he, Nile. Yeah, he meant the Nile, not the Amazon River. He meant Am uh, Egypt. He's referring to the Egyptian pyramids. I'm not entirely sure timing-wise if this was seven years ago, information that was public or not. But that did end up being true. Like, we did find out that, like, there were, you know, essentially these, you know, towns that were designed to come in and build a pyramid. And then that town would leave and those towns would have kids and those kids would help, you know, build the pyramid as well. And it was a family tradition to, you know, do that. Now, that in a way, that is slavery for sure. But um, it was, that's not in the way that we we thought it was right where it was like this complete like destruction and of 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 all local people and bringing them in and then like forcing them to do this and then killing them and wiping them out and all that stuff it, it seems to be a little bit different it seems to be a little bit more people actually chose that way of life the same way a person chooses to be an amazon employee <laughs> the way house. kanye says being a slave was a choice Right. Well, yeah. I mean, so yeah, exactly. But like, you like God, you, you really have a me. choice at an Amazon to like be an Amazon employee. You know, some places it's the only job there, right? So like, you really can't just pick up and move. It's not a reality. Um, so there's a lot of things tying you into where you live. So you are a slave when you have to take a job like that and then be treated like shit and like you know have people like apparently like one of the executives is anonymous saying that like. Bezos called the whoa, whoa, whoa. let's not let's not like say disparaging things about Amazon.com. Oh my god, who so owns anyways. SoundCloud, by the way? I think, yay, do they? Who gives a shit? Um, anyways, my point is this so, uh, getting on to what's really cool here, though, they made a is servers. that the Russian Europe, whatever this structure, okay, because once again, we've talked about this in the past. 15,000 to 10,000 years ago, major megafauna in North America is wiped out. 
like things that weren't like just hunted to death like the you know almost like the bison or whatever right like like um, american like lions like which were essentially like the african lion but a little bit larger you know um or 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 things like uh the siberian unicorn or the mammoth mastodons and whatnot um a lo- lot of megafauna just disappeared and and uh, and for the most part a lot of parts of the world show pretty intense history right within uh sculptures and temples and things that you know become antiquated antiques essentially um and you know uh and become you know ruins um and we have like those elements but when you look into north america that doesn't really exist much um only that once you kind of start to see that again in south so america there was nothing right? here until 1492 well but the re- well but why is there you know development and civilization um, historically, in all other parts of the world, I can't other than North America, where you have essentially just you know Native Americans um, living, you know, very you much genetics. Maybe I mean I, maybe maybe not. I think it's possible that this they're, they. With it's the, a very the, racist concept, but it's a, it, I mean, you're asking for an explanation. I'm no, but Phil, the climate change has shown that there is a crater in Greenland. And because of the ice melting, the glaciers melting in Greenland, this crater is exposed. And what we now understand from this crater is that it likely was created 10,000 plus years ago. And that would equate for the destruction of, of North America? Yeah, yeah. In but North I, America I, and I, parts I, of Siberia. I, get, I mean, it seems like that would destroy the entire world if it was destroying, if, if Greenland was reaching to all the way down to like Texas. I mean, there's a, you know, there's a crater in uh, uh, in Mexico, too. But, like, it, that's the the KT event, though. We don't really know when that No, happened. no, the Gulf of Mexico is the KT event. Yeah, Gulf of Mexico is the KT. Well, KT event's dinosaurs, though, right? Right. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, there's the there, there's one in Mexico that's more recent, like, like 10,000 years old. Yep. Not Gulf of Mexico, in, like, actual landmass. Right, but the Gulf of Mexico is the is, like, the crater that, like, separated, like, you know the dinosaurs from from being with us and not being with us anyways so it's very interesting that like some people start to question <laughs> if he if throw away they seen videos of atlantis i like to think that maybe he's seen some kind of north american civilization that predates every uh, you know everyone else on this continent um um some people think that it could be like something else that's you know it larger maybe in russia that's at least what throw away thinks as well moving on the next thing that uh throw away says about this on uh november 20th 2013 at 9 12 a.m wtf oh i don't what is this responding to we uh wtf seriously what's the oh, name no, the pyramid this is the pyramid related what's the name Edits. I looked up that Croatian one, and the picture was a step pyramid, so it wasn't the same. But it looks to be about the size of the one in, uh, of the one in the complex. No, no Stonehenge. So I was referring to someone else who's saying something about asking about it was the Stonehenge or if it was this uh, photo of this Croatian pyramid. Um, so trying to get like closer to get an idea of what he's looking at. Moving on to uh, November twentieth at ten fifty two a.m. Let's let's let's. Let's do the blue ones. Let's do the ones that relate to July 18th. This is like old hat stuff. It is. We're about to get some blue stuff. I just want to read through the green. Just read through this next two list then. Let's just so we make sure we get through it all. This is all the stuff I ever wanted to talk about. Yeah, I, I guess. guess not interesting. I, yeah, I get. No. Nah. Yeah, I guess so. I hadn't thought about that because all that stuff. I mean, even though Arthur Alien stuff is now just about the, the July 18th countdown at this point. 
All right, so, uh, is it, yeah, I guess so, this part? Yep. Yeah, I guess so. I hadn't thought about that because all the stuff down there is not so old. But the pyramids in Egypt weren't all alone out there either. There were buildings all around them where the workers lived, and there was a town right by there. So, you know, it looked different. But this thing in Europe, or I guess what I thought was Europe, was huge. And, you know... I guess maybe it could have been Mexico or India or Australia or who knows where, but it looked like Europe or Russia at the, the time. Lots of forests and trees like you see in Russia or Canada, that type of thing. Anyway, human people built them. The aliens didn't. They just watched. We read this in the first... This is from the first episode. Too. I'm not so sure all this is, but maybe we touched upon some of it. I've listened stuff. to them re- quite quite a bit, quite thoroughly. You actually re-listened to our episodes? We I've, did? Okay. I've re-listened to every Throwaway Alien episode at least four times. Oh, wow. I am well, studying on this, despite what other people accuse me of. Interesting. Well, okay, then after these comments, I want to know your summary of this. Yeah, this, uh, ev- I, oh, I'm a dope. I'm in the Nile. The Amazon is on a different continent. This is also from the first episode when I was very sleepy. Oh, okay. Well, maybe that's why it was hard for me to hear it, because I was struggling to find content to read because you were so sleepy <laughs> well again i didn't know that the throw alien was going to be a regular thing and you, you didn't never know, we... know that's why you got to always be on hmm? you never know that's why you always got to be on it's always got to be... every episode is the best episode because you never know what takes off you're not always on i'm always on baby i'm even on when i'm dying from like stomach flu or whatever the fuck or yeah you, you were you were raring to go that episode uh yeah you, you had so much energy <laughs> yep there, so belch. Like that? Getting a little hostile this episode. All right, this one I have not read. But I don't know what the, the question is. The, no one believes it. I know that. But I don't know what... Uh, this is new, but I don't know what Wait, the no. question oh, is. Wait, no. Oh, I'm a dope? No, 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 no. 11-20, uh, 2013. Oh, I'm a dope. I've read. I meant Nile. The Amazon is on a different... Yeah. That's no, we, we didn't read that tonight. No, from the first episode of, of, of Throwaway Lit. Okay, well, he's referring, yeah, there he goes. But, okay, so he's talking about the this one. Okay, it's just, so the, what this one refers to then is that he doesn't think it has anything to do with the Mexican pyramids is what I, I guess is the point of this text if you don't want to read it. Yeah, there's too much pyramid stuff here. Well, I love the pyramid shit. It's my favorite thing. Okay. Well, He talks about, no, read this one. Oh, I'm a dope. Read this one. This is a good one. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm stopping at, at midnight. Uh, oh, I'm a, oh, I'm a dope. I meant Nile. The Amazon is on a different continent. That pyramid link is neat, though. The video that they had didn't show what was inside the pyramid, but that picture on your link looks like it could have been what was going on inside there. The complex didn't look anything like that Tenochtitlan recreation, but that's the same idea. The pyramid wasn't a step pyramid. It wasn't in the center, just like the one there in Tenochtitlan wasn't. And the main building, or what I took to be the main building, like an office building, was a lot like that flat rectangle one in the corner of the Tenochtitlan <laughs> picture. It's all really specific to a picture we can't see. <laughs> yeah, but huge, really big. And there was there there were those circular structures, and I think there were the big draw or whatever that people came to see and be impressed by. I think people walked around in the circles for some reason, and then had parties in the big gardens in the center. I don't know though. That's just me guessing. That's Love what it. you really wanted to hear. 
Yeah, because I feel like this shit's so good and real. Like, this is the stuff I really liked when when we originally... Or when I was originally going through it. This is the end of it. Uh, uh, there's not very much, many more green comments. At, uh, maybe one or two more. So, it, from here on out, we're more talking about the aliens in July 18. Some of this we may have discussed before. We, I mean, you know better than I at this point, so go ahead. Yeah, I've, I've re-listened to these episodes. I didn't know you had never listened re-listened to a single Throw Alien episode. I haven't listened to a single episode of Cool Boys since, like, 201. Okay. Well, I think commitment to the the the, the throw alien thing is that that's a, that's a pretty big sign. Yeah, I've been researching this stuff. I've been listening back and how, how what parts interest me. Trying to get into the mindset of a throw alien redditor. Nice. Well, good. I'm glad. All right. Uh, this is eleven twenty twenty thirteen. Yeah, eleven thirty three a.m. Oh no. No okay. one believes it. No one believes it. I know that. But it is or isn't. It isn't. You know? If it, I were Jesus or Obama or Michael Jackson or something, then maybe I'd try to tell everyone. But it wouldn't do any good. Whatever's going to happen in 21 is going to happen. I'm not afraid of it, but maybe I should be. All right. Yeah, so, that one too. you know what, Throw Wayland? You might not be Jesus or Obama or Michael Jackson, but you got out there. I mean, you're. Your 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 statement, your LARP, your hoax, or your real life, you know, scenarios and situations, um, it got out there. We know about it. There is a good chunk of people who are paying attention to July 18th now because of you. You did it. All right. Um, you can skip this next one about the pyramid and go ahead and right into the uh, next blue one. Willingly, yeah. Willingly, yeah, like you get up and walk. There's not a lot of fighting or wrestling. Okay, so he's talking about, hang on a second. He's talking about the abduction. Yeah, nothing like that. I suppose if you tried that, then they might get rough with you. But I don't know. And yes, crying. It's scary as hell. Uh, this is new. I, I've said that over and over again. It's not dramatic. I don't think. Though, as I've said, it might be for some people. But it's still scary the first time. Or the first few times. I guess I should be clear about fear and being scared. My point is that you aren't afraid that they are going to kill you. And there's no probing, no raping, nothing like that. It's scary because it's, well, it's just scary. But at least for me, I absolutely knew the very first time that I'd be coming home that they weren't going to kidnap me or kill me or anything like that. It's like going to the hospital or like talking or like taking your dog to the vet. You go willingly, but it's still scary. And yes, used. What's odd about that? I'm not sure exactly why that's funny. I'm using a building right now. Okay. If you're thinking like using pyramids for space travel or to communicate with Mars or something, that's all Hollywood nonsense, and that's in your head. I have no idea what he's referring to with the used comment. Uh, scrolling down to um, 11, 20, 2013 at 3.14 p.m. Yeah. I get that you don't believe me, and I don't blame you. I wouldn't believe it either if I'd never experienced it, I think. Anyway, July of 2021, and you'll change your tune. Yeah, and you will change your tune. Yeah. All right, uh, moving on. Um, it looks like I have a uh, comment about um, cavemen that uh, uh, Throw Whaley saw from these videos. Maybe just read it real quick. Uh, I really didn't phrase it that well. I think I should edit that. I mean, they, they look just exactly like we do today, not like the other people who looked more like apes or like Neanderthals, who looked more like gorillas. 
except that they were all black. Oh, this is the part that he, yeah, edited it. And there wasn't much of a difference between them at all. I really, really didn't phrase that well. That's the oh, part that he okay. changed because he, people didn't like they were all black. He changed it to uh, way less diversity. All right. Well, moving on to uh, now November 21st, 2013 at 5.02 a.m. Yeah. And before that, the fir- fir- like there's three comments in a row. Well, we're probably tomorrow. Hey, I'm sleepy. Throw aliens a lot to be sleepy. But not no, yeah, me. but not Felk. Not Felk. No. At one in the morning. I know you already commented tonight that you 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 want to be off the air by midnight. I have work stuff, man. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right, eleven twenty one twenty thirteen five oh two oh seven a.m. We'll be fine. I'm sure. I hope. <laughs> that's 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 July eighteenth, baby. Yeah. Uh, eleven twenty one twenty thirteen five oh three eight thirty a.m. This is fucking twenty three seconds later, or no, a minute and twenty three seconds later. No idea. It's a fun question, though, I guess. Okay. Okay. When I was there the longest, yeah, we don't know, which was was about three weeks, there were at least 10 people there during that time. So I guess maybe, let's say, 120 people a year. They might have more ships or more holding areas on their ship, though, or they might take time off. Alex, what is how many people you take up during a year? Or do they take up during a year? Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. So yeah, that's that was the question. How many people do they abduct any and you know roughly? And that's the answer. Okay, uh, continuing uh, throw aliens responses. Okay, to a question we don't know what it was. I was I, kind I of afraid. This is about abduction. This is twenty one twenty thirteen five oh seven. Yep. I was kind of afraid of this question because you're going to think this is crazy. But they do two things. I have never seen them hug, but sometimes they will touch each other on the small of the back or where the small of the back is on humans, like the lower back. And when they meet each other, I've seen them do this thing where they touch the back of their hands together, sort of halfway in between a backward handshake and a fist bump. They've never, they've never done either with me. Wow. Now you know how to, you know, say hi to a, uh, to a friend of friend. Um, is that you just do a backwards handshake fist bump and you touch the small of their back it's, it's, it's like a hug for them yeah all right that was new right you never heard that before yes that's new all right moving on next uh comment he made at uh 5 14 a.m on the same day november 21st 2013 the, the tissue sampling is a bit painful but it's not much worse than getting a shot it doesn't leave any marks at all so far as i can tell i've got a bald patch on my arm from a test they did on me but that's not a big deal but who knows what I look like internally? There might be big changes internally that I don't realize. We have read that one, or I have. Okay, all right, and then moving on to uh, seven twenty-two a.m. They've never initiated. This is new. They've never initiated a handshake backhand thing with me. I would do it if they did, though. I've never tried to touch them either. One of my friends has. She says, and she says, touched hands with them and felt their head and also taken one of their hands and put it on her own hair to feel. Touch is a really sensitive thing. No health problems that I know of or that I'm willing to talk about anyways. Wow. And I guess it's also possible that we just don't get the same diseases. Yeah. This right. Is, this is new as well. Uh, 1121, 7 a.m. 7.20, 4 a.m. The little ships, well, I guess all, wait, the little ships, well, I guess all that ships, 
actually feel very sterile. They give me their ships. All the ships. I guess all the ships. Uh, I guess all the ships or their ships. Yeah, both work. Um, They feel like they are super, super clean. I don't know if they are. I've never stopped to think about that before to tell you the truth. But the ships always feel very clean. So maybe they are taking precautions that I don't know about. And I guess it's also possible that we just don't get the same diseases. Yeah, like, you know, you rarely get the same disease as, as, you know, another animal. Of course, there are ways for them to jump. And that's how the Wuhan flu started. It it was all from a bat making love to a pangolin and coming inside its butthole. And now we have this. Um, Moving on to 11-21-2013 at 8.37 a.m. What does he get? He goes, okay, I get that. Okay, I get that. Well, it's the whole, well, it's the whole like third of the small chips that opens. So I'm not exactly like a hatch, I guess, but there's a god awful loud noise when it does, which I always assumed was pressurizing or depressurizing or whatever. I have never been or felt weightless except on the return trips. It feels like you're on an elevator that starts really quickly and no, I've never had to be restrained or to wear a seatbelt. Like I said, though, the only feeling of motion is that dropping feeling when we come back. Although, now that you've mentioned it, I don't know if it's actually down or not. I'll ask my friends if they know. Yeah, close to the side. No idea what that means. Okay, that's when, yeah, that's their home. They, they refer to their home, the friends of friends refer to their home as close to the side, which either some abductee or green shoots, I forget which... Uh, I've ne- never really heard that phrasing and don't understand it either. No idea what that means. And I can't really understand interdimensional travel or materializing out of thin air. I mean, I just can't understand that. So if that's the case, I guess it might be. Then you'll have to be way to ta- ask them. Or way to else ask them, baby. Maybe one of the people they can they take will come forward and have a better understanding. As for the interior, I haven't seen any pipes, no cables, but he tear are a lot of lights. We've read this before. Uh, there are lights all over the place. The ships are very simple, very empty, and plain. There are some signs of wear, but it's mostly just empty and sparse. Continuing. Uh, tough to say. I think that, yes, it's possible. There could be crazies out there. But the ones who take me are just very cold and professional. The crazy aliens, I guess you mean. No, no, I think you're talking about, oh, maybe, yeah, yeah. I guess you're right, yes. Uh, we have, it's one of the questions. It's, it's ambiguous. It seems like coming here would be really expensive or very difficult. And so I don't think that they could just come here on a whim and murder for fun. Bless you. But maybe I'm, I guess what I'm saying is that I get the feeling that organized backing is definitely necessary, but that motives could be different. Wow, that's new, right? I don't recall him uh, saying that on the podcast yet, or you saying that on the podcast no, yet that's through, that's uh, through his voice. That's him. Organized backing. You know, um, having finished season three of X-Files, we'll get to that in a moment. Oh. I got to say, with the Cheers references and the St. Elsewhere references um, and the X-File references Throwaway Aliens made, there's been some parallels uh, with Throwaway Aliens account and a lot of X-Files that aired in the 90s? Uh, 
Yes. Well, I mean, we've kind of covered a, a lot we of have, that. We have. Yeah. We have. I think we've covered it mostly in the first two episodes pretty significantly. But um, watching it, I, there's there's been... Yeah, just, no, nothing uh, from the pretty, eight from the clear. night really parallel that I can think of. Because it's mostly yeah, we'll we'll get, we'll get to that in a second. We, 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 uh, this is new as well. The um, at eleven twenty one twenty thirteen, the small ships float and can fly, obviously, but they land directly on the ground. They have no landing gear. The bottom of it is flat, so it like can Twinkie. Yeah, the bottom of it is Someone flat. Someone said that. Wait, who said that? Someone said that. He said it's not like a pill. It's more like a. Twinkie. That was some abductee, I think. Or green shoots, maybe. Oh yeah, green shoots. It was green shoots. It was green shoots. The bottom of it is flat, so it can land on the ground like that. It smells like bleach on the ships. The guys them sm- themselves smell like fruit. Like, this is definitely new. The guys themselves smell like fruit, like apples and bananas and strawberries. It's kind of unpleasant. Weird. I like those things. But the ships smell like bleach. Okay. I've never seen a window on the big ship, so I don't know. I'm pretty sure they have a written language because there are some symbols on doors. Some on walls, that kind of thing. But they never write. I never see them write anything down. They never carry paper or an iPad or anything. Even when they do exams on people, they don't write anything down. And when they take tissue samples, they don't label them. Hmm. Interesting. Continue on. Ha ha, no. They don't look like that. Most of them are skinny. They don't have big guts. Heads aren't quite that big either. Noses are way flatter, very small, but way flatter. Um, I think what they're referring to it was something similar to the the classic gray image was sent to um, a throwaway alien as a reference. Uh, something if I don't recall exactly what, but it may have been maybe even more similar to Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Continuing, lots of questions. Lots of questions. So many questions, but yeah, we, we don't know what they we, are. We did this one. Uh, lots of questions. No, we cannot destroy them. They are extremely strong. Tough to explain how I know that, but you can just tell when they touch you. No idea how they evolved or were created. Planets eat nothing. Okay, I read that right. I lost about ten. Took me a second. I lost about ten pounds over the three weeks I was with them, mostly because I had no appetite. They gave me flatbread, butter, and fruit. That was it. I think they might be vegetarian. Ha ha. No, I have no idea. Their voices all sound like sort of in between male and female in terms of high-low. But the way they speak is forceful, masculine. They seem to have, they have some trouble with vowels. For example, eight and 18, 18, both sound like a T, something leak that. I do kind of hear Gina as female. But that might just be because I associate the name Gina with the female gender. Yes, we've definitely gotten this. They because yep. that's not that's not woke at all. They don't give me any magazines at first, then they give me all sorts of materials. It hink, they do that to figure out what turns us on. Right. Okay. So I do remember that. But yeah, nice to kind of go back and hear some of the first time Throwalian mentioned actually a date like eight and eighteen. Um, continuing on, uh, Throwalian uh, responded on November 21st at 9.50 a.m. Wow, lots no, yeah, of we questions. Did that one. We, did, we did the howl one. Did uh, we do howl? Yeah, we did the howl. can't believe you've never listened. You, just, you haven't listened to a single episode of the Cool Boys podcast in 20, 235, or 35 episodes? Not really. I mean, no. I, no, sorry. I, I find to the, this I, annoying to listen to. <laughs> 
Sorry. And it's just I I I, I, listen, I I thought we were both doing that to to prepare for the next episode and improve ourselves and all that stuff. But oh no, yeah, I have no idea what we talked about, and I get so drunk and stone that like yeah, like I just don't remember the next week what we talked about all right um okay so they talk about soldiers from world war uh, one getting picked up and they're all scared and they're crying yep. and throw whaling that's the first episode about what they'll look like okay so moving on or no that's from forever that's from forever throw whaling forever great episode yeah great episode um so uh kind of rounding off the very end let's just go back to throw whaling's uh more recent post um this is uh seven years later from 2013 this is may 24th 2021 yeah we didn't really cover this on throw whaling returns we, rec- we, we read uh, the, i read this whole thing seen- in for and throw alien forever a third episode but i'll read it again because it's such a we nice did you episode. read this whole thing then yep oh you did for sure okay well this is throw whaling's last post um it's it's a it's a goodbye i think what's important though is that like any good story there is a little clue on how it can continue and where it will continue. Um, it's like watching a Marvel movie, you know, oh, how does this continue into Civil War or into Infinity War or whatever? Um, so, May 24th, 2021. I'm just saying. 5.32 p.m. I, 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 I sync up the episodes and I throw in the, the tune and then I listen to the entire thing off my computer to, to make sure that nothing was said that was inappropriate. There's no audio glitches. Then I render it. Then I mix it through uh, Adobe's wonderful program edition. Then I upload it. This is it. not what Throw Whalian said, by I, the way. I, this is what Felk is saying. Else. Then I listen to Throw it. Throw Whalian's last then I listen to it is through, Then amazing. I listen to it through iTunes to make sure it sounds good through iTunes. And then I listen yeah. to it all the way through Spotify, now that we're on Spotify, since we've been on Spotify, uh, every episode of the Throw Whalian files to make sure it sounds good on Spotify. So. And does uh, do you have a preference? Spotify's interface is much better, and it's much easier to switch it between uh, by various echoes. Cool, nice. I, uh, I, I, I not I, I uh, podcasts, Apple Podcasts. I'm starting to really dislike it actually as a, as, a, as an interface. It's such a pain to get it to. You have to sync through Bluetooth to get it on your Echo. Okay, it's pain in the ass. All right, uh, on 5-24-2021, at 5-34 to 24 uh, p.m., this is his last post. Right, and this is like in about seven minutes earlier, Throw Whalian wrote, 7-18, goodbye. Yes. Which we, or like, what we said in Throw Whalian Returns was like, oh, that's the last thing he ever said. But no, he actually did say this one last time. Yeah, this might have been covered in Returns. This might have been covered in Returns. Because but this the, is this is definitely the epilogue. Yeah, this is because this is this is a comment from Returns, the Returns podcast, the Returns uh, post. Many of you have sent me very nice messages, and thank you all. I appreciate that there are some nice people out there. For the most part, people commenting here are very mean, <gasps> and just not Brad to Brasher. me. Yeah, but and and uh, undercover, undercover enigma. enigma, yeah, and not just to me, but also to the people who actually have mental illness is I am sorry that you were all so fucking angry I'm not I said fucking the last time I read this too right there because it just seems right he never says fucking he never curses he never says shit he never says fuck that's interesting I'm not ill and I'm not depressed I'm a little depressed this is felt talking I am sad and I am lonely and I am spending the next two days eating food I like and drinking tea and coffee and beer and making the most of it. You're all being lied to and manipulated by hoaxers and people who want attention and money and, and to control you somehow. 
It's like Britney. I don't want any part of that. I have sent proof of my story to two people I grew up with, including screenshots of this account. They are old email addresses, so I don't know if they check those emails or not. But if they do, they will be the only two people who can verify this information. You don't remember this? I will never come back to Reddit or anything else. I remember this is this, this to me is like this to me is very well written and very poignant. If anyone posts claiming to me to claiming to be me or to know about me or to be in contact with me, they are lying to you. Green shoots did claim to know him. <laughs> no, no, not Green shoots. It was somebody else that claimed to know him. The bar person. No, Green shoots knew, said he met him a couple times too. And it was the one who outed his name. No, that was some abductee. Oh, that was some abductee. Okay. Uh, many of you, you, you were familiar with Sam of some abductee and green shoots far more than I am. Certainly. Because... Green shoots was just like, it was just like, Oh my God, this is crazy. I've never heard anything like this. Um, or anyone saying anything like this. And I thought I was the only person dealing with this. And it's just amazing to know. Some abductee was the one who called him Alex. Some abductee was like, it's Dre. Uh, throw away the name is Alex. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, Coach is Dre. Again, if anyone posts claiming to be to be me or to know me or to be in contact with me, some abductee, they are lying to you. Many of you will know the truth on the 18th, and I hope you all are safe. Did did some abductee get officially debunked by uh, Lemuffin? I don't think so. Hmm. Who got officially debunked by Lemuffin? Oh, uh, it was a traveler. Okay. And that's the true history of Earth guy, or that might be a, a different person, but they're like they're like somehow intertwined potentially. I think, um, yeah. And then and then you know, about three days later, almost exactly three days later, uh, Throwaway Alien deleted their account forever, and then the post not too long after, um, I think we posted either Throwaway Alien returns. I think between that and Throwaway Alien forever. Uh, Throwaway Alien actually went and deleted their whole post uh, because that's when everyone had to start like trying to find these deleted uh, comments, which Lay Muffin did a great job of uh, rounding up. So it's all said and done. That's it. This is either the beginning of the end or this is the beginning of the beginning of a new era of a new world order in NWO with uh, aliens. Or this was an incredible LARP, and we had a lot of fun, you know, getting listeners during this. And we hope you listeners continue on with us and check out some of our uh, movie content. I think that's some of our best stuff. Um, but Felk, more importantly, what's your takeaway? Um, I think all, <laughs> I think all of this is just internet fun, and. Uh, it's hey, it's fine to be caught up in fun. Nobody's getting murdered or raped because of throw alien. No one's getting hurt. Uh, no, no, no damage is being done to anyone in in the world. And if it's all in good fun, then it's all okay. But this is all not true. <laughs> I don't put is that any. It? Yeah. I mean that's my summary of Throw Alien. I, I this is somebody who wrote a really good LARP, if that's the word for it, uh, and, and it was really really convincing and came back, uh, you know, dedicated to it uh, to to return to it. I mean we we assume it could be the 
the writing is so close between the original Thrall Alien and the Thrall Alien Returns post that it seems like it's the same guy. And, of course, a lot is going on in the world in terms of aliens right now, in terms of UFOs right now. Uh, but we've already covered what I think that is and why it's coming to a head right now, which is China. It's, it's, it's China. As the, as the world becomes aware of China, more and more we have to acknowledge the UFO threat, which is Chinese drones and stuff. China's all like coming up to America and going, "I'm your captain now." Uh, but um, I, I, I don't think that this guy would have had access. I mean, to you know, intel or, or military information enough to accurately predict a date, uh, whether it's China or aliens. Uh, so yeah, no, I don't. Uh, I don't believe any of it. But it's been a fun ride. It has been fun, to some degree, seeing the podcast surge in popularity because of it. Uh, but yeah, down to talk about Black Widow and such uh, once again. Yay! All right. Well, great. I'm glad. I'm glad that I was able to essentially uh, test your endurance on uh, ridiculous. Like throw alien and 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 get get it to a point where you you could not stop bashing Marvel and Disney products and now it's all you want now, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got you to want to go back to Marvel. <laughs> well, to be fair, I mean, we've never done eight episodes about <laughs> any Marvel or Disney products. No, at least those things change any- up each time. And yeah, the I mean, the thing we did to a series it would be your your book of Felk was three episodes. Yeah, and I was, that was, you know who forced my hand there. Cool Boy Larry? Cool Boy Larry. Whoever he might be. But yeah, I regret that, I regret that, that, that trilogy. Why? Uh, it just felt like it was, it was, it was, it was too much. If you could go back and delete three episodes, would you delete those, those three would, episodes? Those would absolutely be the three episodes I want deleted. Wow. We're not, well, I hope you don't delete them because that would be censoring us. I mean, I, I, I mean, I'd have to re-listen to what I said in those just, just to be doubly sure. But I'm sure I gave away far too much personal information there. Go through and delete the personal information out of it, and then just repost it. That's work. <laughs> Censor it. All right. Well, let's move on to X Files time. It's time for spoilers. Ain't it cool? Yeah, well, you have notes for these episodes, but I'm I'm a little surprised that you don't have any notes for the seventeenth episode. Uh, and I'll give I'll give some some preference here. So, in addition to re-listening to every single episode multiple times, and, and especially the X Files parts to 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 prep, I've also been uh, reading about the X Files just through various uh, articles and, and uh, uh, looking at a lot of lists of uh, from every single episode, all two hundred one X Files episodes ranked. Two major places that have ranked them. One is Vulture, one is Thrillist, and then there's Ranker, but Ranker's a voting system where it's not an article written. Ranker it's, doesn't count. Ranker doesn't count. Uh, but I will mention Thrillist and Vulture both have an episode in this eight series chunk as one of the worst episodes. It's Tezo de Bijos or Bichos. 
but they also uh thrillist or no, no vulture listed as their number one uh clyde bruckman's final repose wow and thrillist listed as their number two cloud clyde bruckman's final repose wow you didn't think much of the episode and honestly i, I appreciate that because i don't really think that much of it either i think it's a fine ish mystery episode but i don't get what's so fucking special about it or why everybody loves it i i guess it's it's the the cyclical nature of uh reading the future or knowing the future maybe and like the way that plays out in the show it felt maybe fresh at the time but i mean like i mean christopher nolan has made that his entire career practically yeah let me just verify real fast this series yeah. Okay. What are you looking at? But are you looking at Thrillist? Both had episode seventeen, season three, episode seventeen, in their like top like fifteen or twenty. Let me just say, I don't have a definitive all two hundred one episodes ranked. Also, by the way, the Vulture article combined all the two parters, which I think is bullshit and kind of cheating. Uh, but my number one, if I was ranking in terms of quality. Pusher would be my number one episode of the X-Files. I think this is the best singular episode of the X-Files. It is a wow. mis- Monster of the Week episode. It's the only season three episode uh, d- attributed solely to Vince Gilligan because he was, he was a staff writer on set throughout most of season three. And then he gets a bunch of episodes credited to him in season four. But season three is, I think, the best self-contained episode. Uh, 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 and and it, yes, it the entirety of season one of uh, Jessica Jones just rips off this villain and his ability. Uh, I didn't look into whether or not the Purple Man existed in the comics before, but I mean, the way yes. the, the character... Sure I'm pretty sure the Purple Man existed. Probably, but the way that he's he's portrayed in the show, I mean, I have to imagine was... was a, Robert Modell is the, the name of the character. Robert Patrick Modell. Uh, which I think is yeah, Kilgrave is the purple man. Yeah, well, yes, yes, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think this episode is tense from start to finish, and then the finale, the Russian roulette finale, is I was as a little boy Falk was glued to my seat uh, watching this, and this to me was like the definitive as good as it gets episode. So you're not just talking about episode number 17, Pusher, for no reason right now. The the reason is because um, if you've been following along, Cool Boy Nation. Oh, yeah, sorry. And, uh, <laughs> I have been watching uh, season three and eight episode chunks, and this week's episode chunks are episode 17 through 24. So tonight's first episode to discuss is episode 17, Pusher. Um, Pusher was okay. <laughs> really? Surprised. Yeah, like I didn't really like – I wasn't all into it, to be honest. I didn't really care for the character of uh, Modell. Well, he's and, unlikable. Um, That's, I mean, he, he's a he's a slimy villain who you want to see. Be it beaten. felt trying, to be honest. Yeah, but it you're watching you're watching trying. this after having watched every episode of season True. one of Jessica Jones and, and, and other things that have, that have come. For me, this was my, my first guy can say things and mind control people, so that was completely fresh to me. Uh, but yeah, j- th- this is the first time Russian roulette was depicted on television. Oh, really? And, and it was a major problem because the censors kept going back and forth between Fox and they're like, you're not allowed to depict Russian roulette on television. And Fox is like, well, why? And and the censors are like, because the FCC, I mean, were like, 
well, because it's never been depicted on television. And they're like, well, why can't you do it? If someone's being, he's not willingly doing it, he's mind controlled. When, when Mulder puts it at the gun in his head, it pulls the trigger. That, that, that to me is still so fucking scary. Like that is so shocking and scary. And, and it's such a, like a. What a wild Friday tense. night for people like to be watching push. This was still Friday at that point. Yeah. It didn't, it didn't switch to Sundays until halfway through season four. Yeah, so think about that, right? Like, you're just, like, there at home Friday night. You just switched over from family matters and full house to Pusher and Mulder's got a gun to his head. And this dude's telling him to pull the trigger. And Scully's there screaming, don't do it, Mulder. Don't stop. My single favorite moment, other than the the, the finale, where where Scully's just pleading with him, Mulder, to, to, to snap out of it. But he's controlled. I love when he uh, when the when the guy just gets out when Pusher gets out of the the court case by 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 pushing the uh, uh, oh yeah the fucking Chris Evans movie rips off the like put this I don't know if pushing push yeah push that's his ability he has the ability to push people no no that's not his ability that's someone else's no no ability. no no but the push is a physical push this Pusher guy it, the idea of he's pushing people is that he's pushing them mentally I thought pushing in, in the movie push was mentally pushing. No, I thought it was physical. I thought it was more like, this is what, this is, okay, so this, no, this people make is you see not things. telekinetic, right? That That's what push push is, I thought, um, right? This is, this is not, this this is like, um, more like Professor X, not less Jean Grey, even though Jean Grey can also do, you know, are you looking it up right now? Yeah, it's um, yeah no. Pu pushing is uh, uh, not talking kinetic, moving things in your mind. It's it's controlling people's brains. Uh, Camilla in Bell. The push? Yeah, in the movie Push, Camilla Bell is oh. the pusher. Chris Evans is not a pusher. Doesn't he He's push a, people? No, Chris Evans can't. Yes, can push people with his mind. He's a mover. Pushing oh, a mover is controlling people's mind, and Camilla Bell does that. And then Dakota Fanning can see the future. As can uh. the Asian girl. What yeah. is all that? There's like all these different telepsionic. What a, right? what a terrible like... movie that is. I, I, I mean, it's, it's, fine. It. it's fine. It's fine. It's just it's it's so redundant. It's like nothing in it is, is original. And yes, when yeah. I when I saw it, I'm like, this is an X Files episode pushing its ability in that one. But I mean, it's it's probably an actual thing in in I don't know whatever. I thought the Russian roulette uh, was was actually interesting. It was a, an interesting way to end it. It is surprising to find out that that's like the first time that was ever depicted on television. Um, I I I in general like I thought the the uh, twist of it being like a tumor in his brain that was causing phenomenon ripped to off do this, this too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like that. I thought that was funny because we've talked about phenomenon right on the show. Um, an operable tumor. But he, right, he did, they he could have they could have removed it, and it, and he's chosen not to because he wanted the power. Right, he wanted the ability to continue to push people. Yeah, I mean, like, okay, th this later half of the season, I thought uh, wasn't the strongest. It, it, um, no, there's the three episodes but, that are good, and the rest are pretty bad. Yeah, this one wasn't this one wasn't bad, but I mean, it wasn't like I mean, it wasn't like something that I was like watching, going, "This is fucking amazing." Like Nisai. Like that was an episode I watched. I was like, "This is fucking awesome." Or seven thirty one. Like right after that, I was like, "This is fucking." Yeah, you, awesome. you probably had to be thirteen watching it on a Friday night, not knowing what was going to happen, and also not having seen all the things that kind of took uh, 
I think inspiration from this. Uh, mm-hmm. And this is, you know, this is only the second episode officially attributed to Vince Gilligan. Uh, and, and I do think, oh uh, yeah, no, also yeah, favorite little bit is after the court scene. Uh, Mulder says, "Hey, your shoes untied," and then he looks pusher. Robert Patrick Modell looks down, and Mulder says, "Made you look." I love that. <laughs> it gives me chills. David, yeah, the company really acts really like does really good acting in this episode too. Uh, David Duchovny's pretty great this season, and his hair is better this season than it was in season two. Yes, for sure. Um, I, this season had, I think, had some real fun episodes. Uh, War of the Cockroaches was, I thought, it was a great episode. Yep. Uh, in the end, Clyde Bruckman's final re- repose is obviously one of those fu- uh, fun episodes. Um, for the season I thought DPO was a fun episode in the end I liked it a lot more than I recalled it and remembered it mm-hmm. it had some great uh, mythology episodes with The Blessing Way and Paperclip and as I said Nisai 731 but also with uh, Piper Maru and Apocalypto like those were also really good mytho- mythology episodes I thought honestly so yes um, but going from Apocalypto into Pusher it just there is a decline like there's a there's and 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 like storytelling and quality in my eyes, at least. And it was, it, it's a little bit too isolated, I guess. Yeah. It felt, it's not a mythology here's episode. The thing. Pusher shows me this. Having seen enough of X Files, knowing that there's spinoffs, The Lone Gunman and Millennium, um, that I am more interested in a Lone Gunman spinoff moving forward if I were to watch something else mm-hmm. than I am in a Millennium episode or Millennium uh, show. Because Millennium, to me, if it's just episodes like Pusher, Right, it, uh, kind of more the further. overt serial killer sons of the land, more like grotesque is is, is more even that right. Even yeah. if if Millennium is more grotesque, the episode grotesque, right? We're talking about. Um, I I I'm not excited. I the, the, the when the show is Silence of the Lambs, well, viewers weren't not really either because I mean nobody really watched Millennium. Yeah, Lone Gunman got Lone Gunman had really good ratings, and yet it still didn't get renewed to mysterious circumstances. Why? I think why? Now. We should get to Lone Gunman eventually. Yeah. Well, uh, it would be parallel season eight. Okay. I mean, well, it, we can do it I, then. I think it's all on YouTube, honestly. Well, moving forward after Pusher, we have what, what you referred to, I think, earlier as the worst episode. Is that second, what you called it? This, this is this is second worst and like third or fourth or fifth worst on one of the other lists. Uh, they both have the same worst episode, both lists, which is I'll just tell you, it's an episode called, called Fight Club, so guest starring Kathy Griffin, which I agree that is the worst episode of the X Files. Um, but uh, this is this episode is is not offensively bad. I just I don't know if I've ever actually watched made it through all all the way of this episode. I mean, when I first watched it the first time, I'm sure I watched it. But man, this is an episode where your phone is like upon rewatches is like, what's going on on my phone? What's going on on Pornhub? This is an artifact that Ecuador is excavated. Do you have any? Yeah. Do you, do you, did you did you love like this episode or? No, it was like some stupid like um, uh, it was a jaguar like this one guy that had the ability to turn into a jaguar or whatever, and he kept killing people. And then it would always be like rats are the what's doing it's rats, and then they find out it's cats, and it, and then they catch the guy and like a, maybe in like some kind of transition from cat person, and like they like trap all the cats, and then they lose all the cats, and it's really lame. <laughs> yeah, this is I have. Okay, this episode is, like I said, nothing to say, so. Yep. Uh, it's bad. 
Oh, oh, it did have it did have um, intestines left in a tree. Okay. Uh, that they find, and then Scully, you know, dissects the the intestines, and that was pretty violent. I thought that was interesting. That's about it. Well, the next episode, I I think I I, I did I did not rewatch it, but I have rewatched it in like March of. 2020 during or, or, or April or, or recently Hell enough, money? and I was just like, "This movie, this episode, this movie, this episode is about the fact that China really likes selling things that probably are illegal because they could have diseases and stuff." In this case, wait, it's wait. organs. Yes, okay, but well, like, San Francisco, that's, that's the twist, right? Because the episode starts off with the idea that there's a ghost that is like you know attacking these people. And in the end, it's even scarier than a ghost. It's DD like Wong. it's it's a fucking black market for uh, practically a black lottery for uh, organs. for organ do- donors. Yeah, and and B D Wong turns out to be part of it. And uh, James Hong's in it, and Lucy Liu's in it. Who, yeah, who's James? Who's James Hong? I know Lu- James Hong plays. Um, what do they call him? They gave him one of those cool X file names. He's called like uh, the hard faced man. Oh yeah, that the, that the, from Blade Runner. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's done some uh, other stuff, uh, some uh, animated work as well, some voiceover work. If only you Lucy could see Lou's what I mean really with your young, eyes. Oh yeah, it's Wayne, Wayne's World too. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Yes. He's uh, yeah. He plays Tia Carrere's uh, dad. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but Lucy Liu, she I mean she was like you know crazy young in this. I don't know how young she really was. But uh, it was, I don't like. I was like, "Wow, that's fucking Lucy Liu." She's like playing a little girl or some shit. She might have been thirty. Who knows? <laughs> I have no idea. Um, I I did not she mind this episode. <laughs> what? She was twenty eight. Twenty eight. Um, I did not mind this episode. Um, I I liked it a little bit more than I think you're supposed to. I guess. Um, How racist but, uh, was it? Yeah. In, in, nothing. In, in, nothing crazy. In special other than like San Francisco. That was nice. Yeah. Yeah, but B.D. Wong. Well, it was actually fun. shot in the Chinatown section of Vancouver. <laughs> Beautiful to, place. B.D. Wong, it was, it was interesting in the end, though, that, like, so uh, the, the they save the day. The dad isn't, like, going to, like, give up his heart, and his daughter gets to, like, you know, get the treatment she needs to save herself from leukemia, and her dad doesn't die, and it's, like, great and everything. But B.D. Wong, who's the cop to, like, save the day and put his life on the line to, like, essentially, like – show that the lottery was false and it was a con and that every and there was no way to actually win he just disappears and then at the end of the episode everyone's all like nobody nowhere no where's where bd wong went we all miss him we hope he shows up and then it just cuts to him in like a fucking like furnace and like a crematorium and they just oh, light him on God. fire and he dies yeah. okay yeah i remember that now. and you're like oh dude that guy just died what the fuck he, like that what what a, that was a nice little like twist at the end that like this guy did nothing really wrong it's kind of nice helpful he just he just wanted to make sure that you know the chinese community was well represented ended up just getting <laughs> burned to death uh, yeah, well, I mean, the reason why I was curious if, if this one came across as, as racist to you is that both at, in, in, like I said, March or April 2020, this episode, because early on, there's a part where like Mulder and Scully, along with B.D. Wong, who's a who's helping them understand the strange world of Chinatown, takes them to like a, you know, a, a gray market or a black marketplace. And they're like, oh, this is rhinoceros horn and this is bat and this is wombat and this was at a time when we really did believe 
that a, a pangolin had fucked a bat and was eaten or something, and that's why we were getting uh, mm-hmm. coronavirus because Fauci was hiding in his emails the fact that he knew that there's definitely escaped from a fucking lab. Uh, so I was like, oh man, they've been doing this for a long time and we've just been sitting back letting them eat pangolins. Yeah. And, and now it fucks us. And of course now in uh, 2021, that's it. We know that maybe the, eating the pangolins wasn't that big a deal. Keep eating them pangolins. They don't care. Just stop uh, doing gate of research function. That seems to be the real problem. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but like, but like in Hell the money. end, like the reality is, it wasn't, it wasn't just Chinese, Chinese fault. It wasn't China's fault only, right? Like, there's, our hands are just as dirty in this. In the end, we find out, right? You I mean, mean the epi- reality? You mean the Helmony fall- episode, or in in terms of? Uh... Oh no, I mean like, I mean the 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 flu. I mean the COVID, right? Yeah, well, yeah, because we were fucking funding them. Yeah. I mean, exactly. by our, our well, not our hands, Falcon Ballard's hands, but the government's no. and, and actors America's. within the American government. Yeah, America's, absolutely. Yeah. And they're in control now. <laughs> and, they're in control. Yep, they're the captain now. Um, so, uh, yeah, moving on, I guess from um, Hell Money. I oh. mean, there's nothing more I need to say about it. Nothing more I need um, to say about Hell Money. But can I can I intro Jose Chung's real fast by yes, saying please. that? So, uh, Vulture had a. Uh, uh, Clyde Bruckman's Final Repose is number one. Uh, Thrillist had Clyde Bruckman's Final Repose is number two. And their number one was Jose Chung's From Outer Space. I really like this episode. This episode is, outside of the uh, uh, Dwayne Barry episodes, this episode is probably also the most significant to the other side of the coin in terms of Throw Alien. Dude, I just realized this episode came out on Bailey's birthday. Wow! Oh, that's nice. That's a nice little a little bonus there. Um, Wait. Oh, you just mean not not ninety six? No, no, no. That would have made her really old. Yeah. Uh, she's a dog, not a human. Uh, for anyone who has no idea what the fuck I'm talking about, I really liked Jose Chung's uh, from Outer Space. I thought it was a wonderful fucking episode. I loved the the carefree uh, I like way of handling the um, the the case. That's being told through these eyewitness accounts. That Unreliable narrators having to embellish, right? Like it's just great. I love that you're seeing these these really bad eyewitness accounts that are are, are essentially discussing men in black coming in and dealing with them. Um, I even like how you have this one Dungeon and Dragon nerd, uh, the guy that works the power lines. Yeah, he um, thinks he's uh, always a he, transsexual or something. Right, he thinks that like it's an FBI or Men in Black that like barely trying to pull off a woman, like the horrible red wig, and then the other one's a man droid talking about Mulder, excuse me, and um, the way and then like he says the the man droid essentially doesn't make a noise until it saw the body, and then it laid out a shriek, and then meanwhile shows David Duchovny as Mulder to go, ah! and it's the best little random shriek well, out of fucking nowhere. Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah. it's a little girly shriek. It's well, so a, great. A couple of those real fast is uh, okay. Jose Chung in in the episode is a, is a uh, writer who's writing a right. book. He's played by Charles, Charles Nelson, Nelson R- Riley. Uh, Riley, who's yeah. amazing by the way as the character of Jose Chung. He's great. He's it's a really great performance. I mean, I don't I know he's in other things, but he also plays Jose Chung in an episode of Millennium. Uh, no way. So, yeah, which is also a, a, a comedy episode. But just from what I told you about Millennium, you can't understand why that 
it doesn't really doesn't fit work. in. <laughs> like there weren't yeah. other comedy episodes of Millennium, whereas, there, whereas this is not your first comedy. You the Cockroaches episode. You've seen comedy episodes. Great episode. Before. I actually like that episode. Yeah, no, it's re it's really good. But this one is a comedy episode directly with like Grace. Like, you, so when you started this episode, and it begins with the aliens go like seeing the bigger monster alien like yes. what the hell is that you didn't Dunk. you didn't know what the hell's going on i assume but guess what one of those grays looks at the other gray and goes jack really yep i didn't know that that's why i'm talking about i didn't want to say it so much earlier but x files even utilized a gray named jack in this episode jose chung's from outer space interesting yeah well the whole i mean the the, the whole plot of the episode is basically that the U.S. Air Force has been abducting people to do hypnosis experiments, pretending to be aliens. No, no, no. That's that's the smokescreen that the U.S. government does to actually handle real abductions. I, that that is something that they they leave out, and that's kind of. It's kind of like overlooked in the episode. I thought this, so was I actually... this is like a different section of the military that didn't know about all the alien shit who was using aliens as a smokescreen for their tests. This is this is yes, like... Yes, uh... no, but the, but the syndicate must have known because they... Okay, so Schaefer, Jack Schaefer, quote-unquote, that's the Jack, the, the, the gray Jack. Who's a pilot. Um, he's an Air Force pilot. Yeah, he's a pilot. He says this, The Germans used to project the image of the Virgin Mary over the French trenches in World War One. The enemy's always willing to fire upon an invading force, but on a holy miracle? And then Mulder goes, Or on visitors from outer space? And the Schaefer goes, Yeah. The enemy sees an American recon plane. They start shooting. They see a flying saucer from another galaxy. They hesitate. You know what happens to most people after they're seeing a UFO? Mulder goes, They experience missing time. And the Schaefer goes, Any number of soft option kills will do. Nerve gas low frequency infrasound beams hell with high powered microwaves you can not only cut enemy communications you can cook internal organs yeah that is some of the shit we were talking about in the in the ufo disclosure i remember that scene too but, but that, he, later in that scene he also says like dude i don't know if any of this is real i don't know if i'm real or you and i are having he this says conversation he's been right abducted, now but he doesn't even know if that was real that he's been abducted but he did say that this is the way that they handle the abductions to hide the abductions hmm. is by doing this thing by False, this false narrative of abductions. Interesting. And it's all hypnotizing. This, I mean, because it deals directly with alien abductions and uh, a vague he he said, she said, me too storyline in there as well. Also, Mulder threatens rape. Oh, yeah. So you tell somebody next time you're going to prison, you're going to be raped in prison to, the, to that poor Pretty kid. Pretty much. He threatens a dude with getting raped in prison. That's fucking wild. David Duchovny loves talking about sex on the show. That's clear. Yes. Very clear. Yeah. But um, I like I, this, actually, I, I wouldn't call this like, – I, I didn't like it being number one because it's a, a joke episode to me. A comedy episode should not be shouldn't number one. should be number one. one. A mythology episode should be number one. Yeah, no. If a mythology episode is number one, it, it's it's 731 for me. Uh, that's, that's yeah, my favorite. Yeah, 731 Or, or really Little good. Green Men. Those are my two favorite mythology episodes. Uh, Little Green Men, that's season two's opener? Yes. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I, what I liked about Jose Chunks from Outer Space was uh, the, the the kind of um, uh, you know multiple ends of uh, of 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 the of, of the situ situation, different perspectives. The was a Rashomon. Uh, yeah. like uh, story and great cameos too. You got Jesse Ventura. You've Jesse got Jesse Ventura, who's a great conspiracy theorist in real life. Alex Trebek, the late Alex Trebek. Yeah. So. Yep. 
They actually reference um, the first time you see the men in black, you never see the second guy except for one second. You see the back of his shoulder as he gets near the first witness, and then that's it. And then you're almost like, wait, was there two or one? Because it was only Jesse Ventura otherwise. But then the second time you get there, you're again, it's elusive how many you know men in black are there, but then it's very clear that there's another men in black because the Dungeons & Dragons uh, electrical um, uh, PG&E type guy he, you know, looks up and sees Alex Rebecca, but we don't know it's Alex Rebecca yet, and he smiles. Like, like he actually knows who this person is. And then Duchovny later is the one that is the eyewitness that actually says it was Trebek. Or Trebek look-alike. And then they ask Scully, and she's like, yeah, I don't remember. I was, uh, he said he looked passed like out in bed. <laughs> Which wasn't that cool. And, and it's one of those things that's even looked upon by the author. He's like, that's not a... That's not a very uh, cool scene. Well, yeah, at the there. end, Scully's like, like, "No, we didn't do anything." Don't Scully's, at the end, Scully's like, "Don't publish the book because it'll discredit." Oh no, no. Mulder. Mulder says, "Yeah, don't." don't yeah, Scully wouldn't care. Mulder says, "Don't credit publish the book. It'll it'll kind of discredit them uh, and discredit like all all this work we've been doing." Um, right. I mean, yeah, like I said, this it's a very good episode. It's a very funny episode. Uh, I definitely was not ready for it when it when it aired because i was just like what is going on here man because i thought this was a mythology episode and of yes, course it's, it should have been it's not technically it's not although it, i mean it kind of is but it's it's not because it doesn't give any actual information about the mythology stuff and because of the unreliable narrator stuff you, you you can't do that but there's another unreliable narrator episode about the smoking man season four that is counted According to Wikipedia, as a mythology episode, if it's well, there's another episode this season that we I think we already spoke about that should have been mythology and it wasn't mythology. What was it? Or maybe season two. Season two, maybe. I mean, huh? They're definitely okay. Well, how about this? Uh, uh coming up, uh, Wet Wired. I thought that could have been mythology and it wasn't. Yeah, I don't like Wet Wired that much. Well, I agree. Let's get that. I don't like it much, but it felt like it could have been mythology with Smokey Man and Mister X. Oh, yeah, that's right. They're both in that. Um, Do you have anything more to say about uh, Jose Chung's From Outer Space? I guess I can move on. I don't. I don't. But, yeah, like, uh, this is also written by Darren Morgan, Morgan, who wrote the Cockroach episode and a lot of the comedy episodes. Uh, So he he was kind of their – and Clyde Bruckman's Final Repose as well. He's kind of known as their comedy writer. Yeah. but yeah, that's 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 about it. Um, well, it was great. It was well written. Uh, and, but I do agree with you that this this episode and also Clyde Bruckman, those type of episodes should not be number one, or even no, like number they're, two. They're nice little asides, but uh, they are. Ultimately, but they, they're not. They shouldn't be considered the, the the top of the food chain when it comes to X Files because they don't really represent X Files. A modern like this is this is this is something we lost when we lost serialized television. Was that you know if you had a fucking comedy episode of Star Trek where it's whimsical and then the next episode you get the Borg and it's all serious, you didn't think anything of it. But you're not going to watch you know like episode four of season three of the Ozark isn't suddenly going to be a whimsical comedy episode. You know you with serialized t- t- TV shows, um, you you now have to have a consistent tone. Yeah, Breaking Bad has slightly whimsical moments and stuff. Uh, it, but yeah, you know, that's it. All has to be tonally consistent. Closest thing would be Fly, right? Fly would be the closest thing to this. Yeah, I mean, that's a bottle episode. Breaking Bad carried over the yep. bottle episode concept from from X Files. But you modern serialized shows have to have 
total consistency with tones. Whereas with the X Files, you can have you you can have each episode be its own fucking thing, and you you can have Jose Chung's from Outer Space, and then the next episode Avatar, <laughs> you have a fucking you have Skinner fucks a succubus. What'd you think of Avatar? This one was just I don't you know man I don't really care for like the Skinner drama. This is Skinner's first like time as like the main. God. No, he gets shot earlier in Apocalypto or whatever, the end or the beginning of yeah, not, uh, the end of Piper Maru. I think this is the most screen time Skinner gets in an episode. He gets the whole cold open to himself. He does. He gets a moment alone with his wife, who's in a coma, and then the succubus comes to back to life to bring his wife back to life, so she can tell him to go to the hotel to go kill the guy or whatever, right? Yes. Um, that's about it. The episode's about Skinner fucking women, and uh, there's a succubus that loves him and kills the women around him, or or tries to. She appears as an old woman. It's really not a good episode. Uh, story by David Duchovny and Howard Gordon. Scream. Yeah, of course, it's all that sex. Gordon. It's just all that sex. He probably wanted to tell Taya Leone something with this one, like, "Come on, it's a succubus. These women are like succubuses to me." Yeah. Every time I try to be honor- honorable to my wife, Taylioni, mm-hmm. but all these goddamn Vancouver women. <laughs> too, too hot. They just want to fuck me. And also, one time I woke up and one had her neck broken. <laughs> it was a succubus. Um, yeah, she was a succubus, did it? It's not my wild sex acts, allegedly. All right. Um, I, I, and Skinner ends the episode by putting his ring back on, right? So the episode begins with him getting served divorce papers. Yeah. And then it ends with him saying, nuts to that. Well, she gets hit by a car, that right? And she, that's why she's in the coma? She's in the car and she's hit by his car that was driven by some, like, people that were trying to set up the succubus thing, right? Okay. The, like, that was going through the prostitution ring and all that stuff. Not a great... Not a great look. <laughs> no. Nope. Moving day. on, uh, Quagmire. Yeah, so uh, we, I mentioned when we came back, uh, I think last week, I referenced, reminded you subtly that uh, in Jose Chung's From Outer Space, Skelly got her dog, Queequeg. Uh, no, 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 no. You're talking about uh, War of the Cockroaches. No, no, no. Uh, it, sorry, no. I said Jose Chung's From Outer Space, but I meant no, Clyde Bar- Ruckman's Final Repose. She gets the dog. We see it again in War of the Cockerfages, Queequeg. Yes. And in Quagmire, Queequeg dies. <laughs> I know. That's sad. By the way, also, um, War of the Cockroaches has uh, a, a character that I found out was named Stoner, played by Tyler Labine. Who that was, returns wow. in Quagmire? I did not recognize that was Tyler Labine. I, I'm not as familiar with the show. Tyler Labine in War of the Cockroaches literally watches one of his friends cut his wrists to try to get cockroaches out from underneath his skin. Okay, it's the other guy. And then he dies because they're both inhaling burning poo. That's War of the Cockroaches. Later we see him though in this episode talking about doing drugs, and then his friend ends up getting killed by an alligator in the lake. Spoiler alert. For, for Quagmire. Yeah. And and he's just like, both times they're always just like, whoa. Like, he's like this weird stoner character that's so disconnected from the violence happening around him. But yeah, it's funny to see Tyler Labine again because I was like, holy shit, is this a reoccurrence of Tyler Labine in this in this show or am I having deja vu right is now? Is it the same character? Yeah, he played stoner both in both characters. And huh. the girl he's with, played by, uh, played by uh, is, her name's Chick in the show. She's played by Nicole Parker. Okay. She's reoccurring uh, as well. So it's like they came back for this episode to just be like stoner people. That's weird. But they take place in different towns, right? 
I mean, it doesn't uh, really matter. It's all wait, Vancouver. Wait, where does War of Cockroaches take place? I'll uh, tell you where uh, Quagmire takes place. Quagmire takes place in Georgia. Milliken, Georgia. Where the Cockroaches takes place in... Yeah, where's that? Miller's background? Grove, Massachusetts. So I guess they're... Uh, so they're traveling they're up the and move. down the East Coast getting high. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, but like, remember, in, in War of Cockroaches, they're getting high on, like, burning poo. Yeah. Like, like that's the whole that's the whole thing they're doing. Anyways, I love it. I love that there's a, this a constant inclusion of drugs in X-Files. <laughs> the idea that they're doing that. Yeah, well, oh, this is true. We missed this. This is something that was important in last uh, uh, Avatar. In the episode of the Succubus, Skinner talked to that about that Skinner inhaled when he was in Vietnam, that he actually did drugs. Uh, interesting. Well, yeah, he actually talked about that. He said, you know, like, he, he isn't, you know, the poster child or whatever. Like, he did shit, too, in Vietnam to deal with the uh, stress. He said, like, I inhaled. Something like that. And so you had in War of Cockroaches inhaling fucking, you know, jinkum. burning poo. Yeah, jinkum. Then you have Skinner admitting to, like, inhaling, you know, weed, I'm assuming. Cheers to that. And then in this episode, you have the stoner people again, like, doing drugs. Like, this is, like, a consistent well, thing okay. in X-Files. This, drugs. You you like conspiracy stuff. Do you believe in the Loch Ness Monster? Because that's what this is. I mean, it's not directly, because it's obviously in Georgia. This one's called something else. Big Blue. Big Blue. Uh, yeah, there's also, like, uh, Chessie that's in the uh, Chesapeake Bay in Maryland or whatever. And there's and there's obviously Nessie, the Loch Ness Monster. Oh, yeah, they're licking toads. The stoners are, are, are there to lick toads. That's right. They're licking toads. Yes, that's right. Yes. Yeah. that That's, that's the one they're doing in this one. So they're always pushing the limits, right? Just so, smoke weed. <laughs> dude, I would love it if they're doing crocodile in the next, like, few episodes or something like that. They're just, they're just amping the Don't they get eaten in this episode by, by No, no, they live. They live. It's their friend it's always their friend it's always dies. their friend who dies gets put eaten yeah oh, it's always their friend they're visiting either in georgia or massachusetts that dies <laughs> yeah so yeah that, yeah, that, that guy great. gets eaten and then uh quick like the dog gets eaten yeah and it's all because of an alligator but the you know the reality is, is in in true x files form it starts off with the myth yes you know lo- the, the monster yes then then it shows us the reality you know oh it's actually an alligator but then it twists at the very end, and it says, eh, "Big Blue's alive and real." Yeah, uh, according to Wikipedia, the uh, scene was created via digital effect and was heavily criticized by several cr- critics. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. I looked at it today's standards. It's not that bad. No, it's definitely CGI. Yeah, it's, which I mean, look, in 1996 on a TV budget, whatever, it's, it's fine. This episode's it's fine. Not it's not great. It's 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 a. Uh, it's fun. It, it's it's definitely not a serious episode. It's more whimsical. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a nice episode too because you get Mulder and Scully on a boat in the middle of the lake. Well, quote unquote. Yeah, in the they're, middle they're, of the lake. Like they're like five feet, feet, feet offshore. Yeah, um, they could have walked back in. But anyways, regardless, walking back in with an alligator can still be a problem. But um, they're on the they're yeah. on the boat, and you get a lot of character development there. You get a lot of conversation about Queequake and like why the dog was named that's because of Scully and her father and the story of Queequake. Uh, yes, of Moby Dick. yes, we talked about that. Also, we didn't know who she calls Mulder Ahab, and then Mulder even goes further and says, "I wish I was Ahab because if I was Ahab, by having a disability like a peg leg, I wouldn't be coming, you know, this person that would have no issues in life and would be able to have a focus on something like conspiracy theories. If I had disability." I might actually have something to focus on and therefore happiness to look for in life and I wouldn't be constantly, you know, drowning myself in this fucking bullshit conspiracy world. 
And she says, because of that, I'm less like Ahab than you actually think, Scully. And then he goes and he fucking shades her even further by saying, like, what his favorite line of Moby Dick is. And she's like, fuck, I didn't realize you knew Moby Dick so well. Like, I thought I only knew Moby Dick. And it's kind of like a nice moment where they're like, they that Scully gets respect for Mulder. She understands how he's actually, like, very well, you know, read. And he has a, a great understanding of, you know, classical literature. And at the same time, Mulder gets a little look into Scully and the way that she holds on to aspects of her childhood. Um, and that I thought that was a lot of fun. And in this episode, a lot like War of the Cockroaches, it's a very fun episode. It's, it's, it's Scully poking fun at conspiracy theories and mythologies and things like that and like and, and kind of outright answering these things with science. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's yeah. uh, Quagmire is a it's a fun little episode. Rest in peace, Quee Quag. Uh, yeah. Move on sad. to to Wet Wired, uh, which, by the way, is the episode that I accidentally referenced preemptively. The scene with uh, Mister X and Smoking Man in the car together, where where, where cigarette smoking man's like, we have a leak somewhere. You have any idea where who it is? Mr. Right. X is like, I don't know. <laughs> nope. This he goes, no, he's, like, he's like, he handled. I handled one of the problems. He's like, what about the the person that's feeding that person the information? He goes, yeah, I don't know who that is yet. It's like him. <laughs> yeah. This episode yeah. reminded me of Blood. I thought I just kind of think that get this one confused with Blood a lot because it's basically the same thing. So what was Blood again? Blood was the the, the one with the also the dude for Blade Runner, uh, the who was you know in in sh- the shooting people from the tower at a college. E.B. Farnham. Yeah, something like that. Uh, so this is it's the same thing. Like a, t- a town's having people see uh, through through uh, television is or screens is like giving them suggestions to kill people. This one's more specific to like how they're being manipulated uh with the right. guy who keeps killing the same guy and it turns out it's like oh it's his friend and then his wife <laughs> it's like not the guy he thought it was yep but we get lone gunman in this episode yeah. and it's that, that's a nice in- inclusion as always and they're always very fun and it, you find out that molder is the only person that's essentially immune to this because he's colorblind uh scully's having all kinds of fucked up issues with it right she's totally oh, like, yeah yeah she goes crazy she goes crazy she shoots at molder and like the dude at the uh, front desk or whatever that comes to help Mulder open up the door and knock on the door at the motel. Yeah. And then that, everyone's all like, we're on a manhunt for Scully. And, you know, Mulder's like, I think we should be really careful when we approach her. Just don't start shooting her, please. And they're like, why? Because she's like, I, I think there, she's having problems like everyone else. And they, they do. They handle it. It's, and, and it's all figured out. It's not the best episode. I think the more interesting aspects of it is the uh, inclusion of Smoking Man or Cancer Man um, and uh, of Mr. X. What's interesting about this episode is that Scully, for the first time, actually name-checks Cancer Man. I think that's the first time I actually heard the name Cancer Man said by a character. Interesting. This might have yeah. been... This might have been... I mean, it was it was what he was called in the fandom, um, but I know it was the American Cancer Society who said... It kind of seems like you're demonizing cancer. Please stop calling him that. But yeah, I didn't realize she calls him that in this episode. You find out in the next episode he has cancer. Yes. And then, so that and might then, be why they cured. were able to do it. Yeah. Um, what's interesting about this episode is when when Mulder is with the lone gunman, and they're talking about subliminal, you know, um, messaging. 
and, they, and they advertising and stuff like that. And they're talking about the you know those boys at Madison Avenue, the Mad Men, right, uh, so forth. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Mulder actually says, you know, when they when when they reference the advertising, the little messaging, the lone gunman. Mulder actually goes. Like the naked lady in the ice cube. Yeah, it doesn't Scully be like, that's not true. That's your this no, is a conspiracy theory. This no, is true. It's no, a real thing. No, no, no. I don't think Scully's there. Oh, okay. I, I don't think she's there. But yeah, Felk, if you click on the link I have there, I have the actual ah, you know, the Coke link that he's referring to. Now he doesn't say Coke and X Files because he, he wouldn't be allowed to say Coke and X Files, but he's referring to this and it's funny to think that Well no, this is one of this is the blowjob one. There, there's this other is, ones. This that, is this is the main one. Yeah. So this was an Australian ad that says like feel the curves or whatever, and it's clearly a woman in the ice cube about to suck down a, a pretty healthy sized dick. And um, Mulder's referring to this. Like, this is wild to think that X Files is referring to this, 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 this fucking uh, advertising campaign that had a blowjob in it, like a secretly in the ice, in the reflection of the ice. I think the oldest one is Calvert whiskey, but uh, yeah, there's there. I mean, Coke's done it multiple times. This blowjob one's great. Uh, it's the most overt one. It's the most sexual one because others are just like a naked like figure of a woman. This one's a blowjob. Yeah. Yes, this one's like a sex act that's actually being performed. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Yeah. Put- so Mulder's referencing that in an X Files episode on Fox and a normal television show on in 1996 is referencing a woman sucking down a big hard dick for Coca Cola for Coca Cola. Well, he likes sex, uh- obviously. We love sex. Hey, so I have nothing left, I guess, uh, when I refer to Wet Wired. Yeah. Um, so Here we can move yeah. on to Tabitha Cums. Yes. Let us move on to Tabitha Cumai. It's not Tabitha Cums? Uh, Cumi or Cumai? I'm not sure. I'm sure it means something. I have no idea. I don't know, and um, I will look into it. It is uh, Aramaic for little girl, get up. Interesting. And it alludes to the biblical story of the raising of the Jairus' daughter. Well, I'll just, I'll just say I don't really like this. Uh, in terms of uh, the season finale season premieres, and obviously it'll, it'll take a while until you get to season four and see how it resolves. This episode, this is a very cliffhangery ending. Uh, yeah, it's also. I don't really like it that it, much, though. I mean, it's, it's fine. It's a it's, lot it's of not, exposition, right? Not one of the best. Yes, I mean, it's, it's just kind of information. Um, I don't, but the little things, like the tenseness of it, never really gets to me. Uh, I don't really like the performance of the the miracle. Jeremiah he, Smith. He, yeah, Jeremiah Smith, the Jeremiah Smiths, all of whom work for the fucking IRS. Um, is it IRS? Uh oh fuck yeah yeah Scully comes across all the information doesn't she it's the it's SSA a little, it's a little confusing because like they can shape shift but there's also the alien bounty hunter who can shape shift who's who security it's social security social security yeah yeah there you go um uh Mulder could have just I mean from a directing standpoint you could have had your your lead look at the thing that says palm. And, and it's kind of like have it, you know, have, move his pin around and then look at a lamp, and I would have gotten it. But that, that they thought, no, nah, he needs to write lamp underneath that to make it clear. That always bothered me from a directing standpoint. You want to do red rum? 
It was like, yeah, I get it, lamp. Was Mulder so dumb he had to write lamp down <laughs> in order to figure out that Paul might have meant lamp? I kind of like the way they play with Jeremiah Smith. And um, earlier this season, we dealt with the alien bounty hunter. Yes. And uh, He's back, I or maybe he, it's a different one. We don't. We I know. thought he left. It seems to be the same one back that he, that one never left because they even show the alien like weapon the stabbing weapon uh yes. that's supposed to be the same weapon that the was used in previous episodes right no so, it, it, no that was an older one that Mulder's father hid in the lamp i think or gave it to his mother his wife Mulder's father's wife oh so that's so, even from before okay that's okay so that yeah so i think we be- i mean if if you haven't kind of figured it out, like maybe there are more than one of these alien bounty hunters because they can shape shift, they can look like whatever. And, and I thought that one did definitively leave and get to a ship. The one in the in, uh, in the Arctic, uh, the submarine. Uh, one, yeah, the yeah. submarine one. I thought he left, so maybe this is. A, but maybe he just came back. I don't think there's a definitive answer either way. Um, and well, that's X Files, right? They never really do definitive answers in a lot of ways. It's rare that you get something like Big Blue as being as clear as day. Yes, that that might be why criticism was so intense on the Big Blue one because it is a stamp of like fucking. Well, you, you, it's you still real. don't know. I mean, you still don't know whether or not Big Blue was killing anybody. Maybe that was all the allegations. No, no, no. But you know, Big Blue was real. Big Blue was real. Yes, but no, right. I, I, that alien had his. I think they're called stilettos. Uh, the the little spike weapons with him when he was at the submarine and this one's been hidden in a lamp for years so it's a different well yeah one. and there the bounty hunter ones. busts out their own stiletto when they're walking up at the very end of the yes, episode yes too. and I, I mean officially the reason why you can't just buy an ice pick from walmart and stab the guy or shoot them with a bullet is that their blood will dissolve any earth metals this is from a different metal so that's the only that's the only thing that can be stabbed in the back to, to other neck to kill them. Gotcha. Okay. Interesting. Good to good to be reminded about that. What did you think of the um, episode? Yeah. Sorry. I I liked it, but I didn't like love it. Yeah. Um. I I thought it was a little too cliffhangery. I thought we didn't yeah. get that much, and then the and then it was kind of like an episode when it ended that like it felt more like a commercial break ending, like because it's like he's walk. It, you have the bounty hunter walking up on Scully and Mulder and um Jeremiah Smith. And and then it's like and Jeremiah Smith goes, he's going to kill me. And then it cuts to the bounty hunter. And then like you would expect it to be like tied, get your whites whitest or whatever the fuck you know, get your colors brightest. Yeah, it doesn't. It does. It feels then, like yeah. And then come back break, and you yeah. had more show. Yeah, it's no. like not like you'll have the whole summer off. It's it feels because like the the previous ones, especially Anasazi, which you know Mulder's burning in a in a train car. They all feel like they have finality to them. In addition to also functioning as cliffhangers, yep. this one just feels like like oh it's like and cut the black. It's like it, randomly. Well, the guy's walking to the alien bounty hunter is walking towards Jeremiah Smith. He's like, "Hey, you can't shoot him, and he's gonna kill me." To be Which continued. is not gonna be a fun opener, in my opinion. Like, if you're gonna start season four with a man just walking, like I would be like, "Oh, that's like kind of anticlimactic to start in mid stride." They, uh, I, I won't tell you what they do. Interesting. Okay, I'm glad they don't do that. I mean, they kind they. Can't, they <sighs> They kind of do what the last Jedi did <laughs> with the oh, opening. You go back a little bit. You or go, go forward. You go a back bit? just a little bit and have other things happen. Okay. Because All right. because obviously Ryan Johnson's like I can't just start this movie with Ray holding a lightsaber out. He was right about that. 
It's wrong about yes. everything else. Okay, so um, an interesting conversation that happens is that the character of uh, Jebediah Smith, is that right? Did I say Je- is it Jebediah? I think it's Jebediah Smith, yeah. Jeremiah, sorry. Oh, Jeremiah Smith. Jeremiah Smith. Jebediah Springfield. Um, he has a conversation with the cancer man. Uh, I thought it was pretty uh, interesting that, that, you know, you kind of a little conversation on misinformation and and UFOs and whatnot, right? Yeah, so, that that let's just say once you've gotten past like rewatching up to seasons or watching up to se- season seven up to the movie, there's a lot more significance in what they're talking about there. Okay, good. Okay, that, that one holds up to like, oh, they really did know what they were doing. It wasn't a lost scenario where there was this, there was this conversation no, that they had. Yeah, they're they're like it wasn't a lost scenario where they're just making it up as they go along. They they actually knew what the answers were to a certain degree. Well, I loved it. Okay, so I wrote it down. I got it because I, I wanted to make sure we go through it because it's it's it was really wonderful written. Yeah. Um. Uh. Back and forth between uh, Smith and Cancer Man. So. Uh, Jeremiah Smith says, what do you give them? And Cancer Smith says, we give them happiness, and they give us authority. Smith goes, Some of the, the authority to take away their freedom in the guise of democracy. Holy shit, is that poignant to right now or what? Who is them, <laughs> the aliens or, 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 or people? We give them happiness, meaning us, the people. Okay. And they give us authority. The people give them authority, the yes. government. Mm-hmm. That's correct. And then Smith goes, the authority to take away their freedom in the guise of democracy. Yeah. Holy shit. They just announced that in the next few days, they're going to start taking down some of the barricades around the Capitol. Yay, nice. Mm, Freedom. Some. 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 Well, you got to keep some up there just in case. You never know, right? Yeah, sorry. And always be scared. Live in fear. Um, Cancer Man continues, men can never be free because they're weak corrupt worthless and restless yeah the people believe in authority they've grown tired of waiting for miracle or mystery science is their religion no greater explanation exists for them they must never believe any differently if the project is to go forward all right the project goes forward it's obviously very exiles but the important thing here is that the way he refers to how we are restless for miracle or mystery and science is our new religion. Yeah. And the way that people are just like backing like science like a dogma. I wish not- I could just tell you right now what the project is, man. <laughs> it's a vaccine. I think you told me this in the rich first throw away. Okay, episode, I didn't remember right? you remembered. Yes. Yeah, it's working on a vaccine, which is interesting, uh, right? Just Shocking. About- I mean, yeah, this is why I told you you need to watch the X-Files now. <laughs> Just- yeah, so miracle or mystery could be like a lot of things, right? It could be referencing a plethora of shit, right? And so can – but science is a religion. But what we're dealing with right now with science is the religion. You know, no greater explanation exists for them. Like, you don't need more. It's like, whatever. Like, I like my favorite argument about even like d- potentially, you know, the virus came from China – and then people going, what if it did? What's it going to do to know that? How's it going to help moving forward? It's like, oh, shit. Well, <laughs> that's the same. That That's a person that would have loved living in like in like the Handmaid's uh, Tale or whatever. Or what was it? The uh, what, What's the one that has the um, the world w- is won by the Axis and not the Allies? Was that the Handmaid's Tale? No, that's uh, the man in the high castle. That's it. Okay. Which is Frank Spotness, which is, yeah. I have not seen either of those. I, I watched the Are first two seasons of Man in the High Castle because it was Frank Spotness. And I didn't, I didn't really like it. It, it, um, can I give you a mild spoiler? For which? Man in the High Castle. Sure. 
season two so season one you think it's just alternative history and then season two starts going into like a multiverse and there's dimensions oh. and it's actually an alternate dimension and you can travel between dimensions and as soon as that came up i was like that's dumb i, I just wanted this to be an alternate history and find out what happens so i, I kind of lost interest in it but that's very <laughs> frank's modness do they reference 731, Unit 731 in uh, Man in the High Castle? Well, I don't know, because, I mean, it wouldn't have happened because the Nazis won, so it would have been... It, would have, it just would have been the Japanese government at that point. There was no Wait, Hiroshima you, or Nagasaki. Unit 731 was happening simultaneously as the European war was going on during World War II? I guess I don't... I mean, they, they show that the Japanese are doing horrible shit in terms of experiments... But Unit seven thirty one was something that was going on from like thirty seven through forty five. I don't think they directly reference it. They they reference the Nazi experiments more because okay. you focus more on the Nazi controlled world. It, 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 so the, the the first season like there's there's an East Coast story in Nazi controlled mm -hmm. New York, and then there's the West Coast story in Japan controlled San Francisco. Interesting. Okay. Um, well, I, is it worth watching? Or no? I gave up on it in season two. And in season three, they started slipping in some anti-Trump stuff. And that, that I was just like, nope, definitely not continuing. I think I, I made it maybe one or two episodes in season three. Um, just real fast on uh, Tabitha Cum, um, this episode. Uh, yeah, uh, story by David Duchovny and Chris Carter. And uh, teleplay. I was going to say screenplay. Is by Chris Carter. And I think that's significant. Because every time you get stuff that's like whoa what did the x-files fucking know back then it, it's yeah. a chris carter episode chris carter's involved chris yeah. carter's the All one right, so who seems to know something because this this conversation is really important so it continues smith says at what cost to them meaning us the people is this all this shit that uh cancer man's referring to this the the science is religion and there's no greater explanation needed cancer man says the question is irrelevant and the outcome inevitable the date is set july 18th no he doesn't say that Smith says, "At what cost to them for your own selfish benefit? How must, or how many must die at your hand to preserve your stake in the project?" Cancer Man says, "I'm not impressed by your miracles or moved by your trickery. Your justice will be meted out." Smith goes, "By whom this time, and by what tool?" Cancer Man, "By those who possess the tool of your destruction." I love that they're even like talking about how they're like reverse engineering alien tech. <laughs> well, that's, that's amazing. All right, refresh my memory. Jeremiah Smith is a clone, just like the fake uh, Samantha Mulder sisters and their dads who were that's abortion. That's not clear doctors. now to me. Well, there's a bunch of them. Aren't there? Aren't there a ton of them? No, it's like okay. So, so the first. Fuck! Okay, so I'm Scully sorry. This is dangerous because I've seen the, obviously the next no, it's episode. Fine, it's fine. Scully meets one. It turns out it's the bounty hunter in disguise okay. as Jeremiah Smith. Okay. While the real Jeremiah Smith was ca was captured by uh, the Smoking Man while working at his Social Security Administration job, and then he's be he's being you know interrogated by the Cancer Man. Excuse me, not Smoking Man, Cancer Man. And then, and and meanwhile, Scully and Mulder are interrogating the other one. That's really the bounty hunter. But what happens is Scully finds out that at a bunch of Social Security Administration jobs, there are a bunch of, or uh, departments, offices. There are a bunch of yeah, yeah. Smiths. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't interrupt. That was in this episode. That's what I was just referring to. You know, there's there's identical ones basically. So clones. 
I mean, I mean, I didn't really know that. Could have. I don't. I don't know that. He, yeah, I don't think you get any more confirmation of of that. I mean, you maybe find out more of what he is. I don't really remember what he is, honestly. Uh, but uh, I'm assuming he's an alien that can clone or, or not clone. Uh, uh, transform. Uh. Well, we have to wait until season four opener to Ooh. to to find out. Um, how are you gonna? Watch? I mean, are you gonna take a break? You're gonna you're gonna wait. We're gonna. Next episode, depending on if anything happens on July 18th. No, no, there's no way I'm burning through 24 episodes in a week, for sure. No, 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 no. You, we, we, next episode will be the July 18th What Happened episode, which might be very short if nothing happens. Um, and or if you've already seen Black Widow, we can just discuss Black Widow. And then we also have Loki. Uh, I mean, do you, do you want to keep watching immediately? How how intrigued are you? I mean, n now you're up to oh your Oh, my God. Well, devices. I definitely want to know how, how season three ends going into season four, definitely. Um, you know, season I, four begins. And season, yeah, right. Sorry. Yeah. And then season five going into the movie, which I've seen. So I, I think that's uh, I'm very curious about. Here's what I was thinking about. And season doing. six is gold. Just so you know, season six is my favorite season. Great. Okay. So. Here's what I'm thinking. Maybe what the best way to do this is is to do an episode spoiler cast about the X-Files movie. And we can do a quick, you know, go through of seasons... Uh, sorry. Yeah, go through a quick uh, summary of seasons four and five. And then talk about the movie. Yeah, the movie could be its own episode. Because, I mean, we really need to get back to now just having episodes that are one thing as opposed to... X Files and Throw Alien uh, that we wrapped up Throw Alien, but yeah, uh, definitely can do full season uh, uh, solo episodes, unless of course aliens reveal ourselves reveal themselves on July 18th, in which case the podcast and the world will change significantly, and maybe we won't want to really even talk about Black Widow <laughs> because aliens are walking around Earth. <laughs> Yep, it's become Tatooine here. But in the um, unlikely event that that happens, yeah, we got. We so got. season three um, of X Files. Yeah, rank the seasons I, that you've seen. One, two, and three. One, two, and three. Well, let's not rank them yet. Let's rate. Let's rate three first. Okay. So, because I don't remember what, what I rated the other seasons technically. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure I could. I have to give them all five out of fives on principle. I think I probably gave them four or five out of five. Um, uh, the other two, they're really good. Um, this season, I would say it had some of its the highest highs. Yeah. Um, it, uh, for me, when it came to X Files, um, definitely. I, I I think the mythology episodes were some of my favorites, and I think some of the bottle episodes, there were, some of those were actually some of they're really some of my favorites in the end. Um, I don't remember what I said last week about War of the Cockroaches, but I definitely like it more having thought about it. And same with um, Jose Chung for sure. I really like those episodes. Yeah. Two was fun. I think the well. I think this the the chain smoking alien is a pretty iconic image uh, in terms of the X Files. In terms of like like the fact that like a show that's so that that's so serious and so alien conspiracy also would give us images like that is is uh, right. kind of telling of, of like how serious to take this whole thing. Even though, yeah, there's Jesus. more serious than we should have taken it though. I mean, there, there's there's dark as shit episodes serial killer episodes 
you get one more serial killer episode in season four because Millennium was going on, but it's I, I I would say it's actually the best serial killer episode the show's ever done, and it's one that okay. couldn't be made into a for reasons I won't spoil could not be made into a uh, Millennium episode. Uh, but uh, you you get season four, I would say is 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 weaker than three, but uh, five and then six and the movie. You'll have so much more appreciation of the movie now that you you know who, what all this stuff is. I wish Krychek had fact, factored in the movie. That probably wouldn't be too, unless, unless he's dead. I, I maybe he's dead by that point. Maybe he's alive. Who knows? Maybe I accidentally spoiled that for you. Sorry, um, but yeah, he uh, just the movie. The mo- the movie has a lot more significance when you when you know where the mythology is at that point. Yeah, that that I'm excited about having like the movie. Like I said in other episodes of the Throw Alien podcast, we did um, the first movie. I, I mean, not the second one. Yes, the first movie. I I I saw that, and I saw like two other episodes that I actually remembered, and then anything else I saw of X Files, I did not recall at all. And so, having now watched everything so far in chronological order and moving uh, through seasons four and five to the movie, it will be fun to see the movie again because I'll be seeing it with like all of this back lore. All of this like background information that I had this backstory I never knew existed and all these like little like you know, ways the characters will play with each other or talk to each other or hint at each other. I'll actually understand that. Go, oh my god, they're referencing that. That's crazy. As before when I was just like, I don't even know what the hell's going on, I don't care. Um all right. Season three, I will give it a four and a half. I would say yeah, four point five out of five because it's just some of the weaker episodes are just really not fun, and it's not like they're, they're. This is the first season I felt like at times I felt like it was work at times to get through it. Yeah, well, you've been watching them faster than probably you, you should. Uh, well, I was okay. I watched seasons one and two in twelve episode chunks because I was like so intrigued by seasons one and two, and then season three, like I watched it in eight episode chunks, and I'm a little happier that I did that way because I don't know if I could have done it the other way. It's just, it's just, you can slow, yeah, slow it down, slow it down and watch them at a more leisurely just, it, pace. This, 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 the season had harder episodes. Season two, I felt like some of its weaker episodes were still a lot of fun. Like the vampire fucking episode in Hollywood. Like that, that was, by the way, both of those fun. ranker lists had that in like the worst 10, like the worst five or 10. Oh really? They hate, everybody hates that episode. And I fucking love that episode. And I they all, fun, they yeah. all point out that there's a, there's another vampire episode. That's like a comedy vampire episode. I think it's season five that everybody fucking loves. And it's funny. I think it's a Vince Gilligan. Uh, but, um, and that this was like their, you know, red shoe diaries, USA up all night, sexy episode. Totally was. It's like, that's what I love about it. Me too. And, and uh, I, th- I think it's uh, like Showtime. Yeah, I, I think uh, Skin and Max. I th- yeah, I, th- I think there's a little bit of. I mean, Vulture is obviously a very woke magazine. I'm sure, Thrillist is too, or what blog or whatever the fuck. They so are. woke. Um, maybe they don't. Li- they don't like. Uh, like fucking, but uh, yeah. Um, all right. Well, we have a so cool. Would you rather? Wait, wait, wait! No, no, no! Now we got to rate the seasons, the three seasons. Okay, so I would say this. I gotta go. Season two is number one for me. Then I gotta go season one and then season three. I'll hold off on on ranking them. You just asked me to rank them. You should rank them. I feel like. But I can rank all nine. Uh, nine of the real ones. Well, no, just rank these first three. Oh, this first three. Yeah, just these first three. Yeah. One, three, two. Yeah. One, three, two. Yeah. 
Wow, Actually, no. Yeah, I'm gonna, I, 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 I'll say well, I'll, no. I'll go one, two, three. I'll go one, two, three. I, li- I like the mythologies in three uh, a lot. They're good. Yeah. So, uh, and I love Pusher. So, yeah, I'll go one, two, three. Okay. Yeah. I. I see. I, like I said, three has some of the best highs, but some of the lowest lows. What's throwing me off is I, I, I really want to go one, two, three, one, two, four, three, five. But no, I would go. I would go one. Two no one seven two ah eh, I'll 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 do it later I I don't even remember eight and nine man the fucking Monica Ray's Doggett and Ray's episodes those are tough to fucking remember oh well are you gonna watch any of that yeah I'll, 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 I've already started watching season four uh, as, as here's a, the thing if we're gonna do a season four season five spoiler cast then we should yeah you should definitely be up to date and watch those as well yeah I gave up my rewatch which I was skipping episodes that were not memorable to me. Uh, I stopped that in round season four uh, of, of uh, in like April, 2021. So I've started back up again with, with four. Cool. And I'll, uh, I'll be ahead of you. Uh, Fun. All right. Yeah. Well, great. I can't wait to talk about seasons four and five and eventually the movie as well. Yeah. Uh, well, that was a great episode. <laughs> Uh, cool Boy Great Nation. Episode. Cool Boy Nation. Email us at the Cool Boys Podcast at gmail.com. New episodes come out on Fridays. Be sure to like and subscribe. The making and authorized distribution of this podcast allegedly supported over 1,500 jobs and involved hundreds of thousands of work hours. View us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify if it has reviews. Uh, and Stitcher or Google Podcasts if they have reviews. Or just say mean things about us on Reddit. That's working out for them. Yeah, like some other people did. (laughs) Batman Beyond's on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify. All right. We have a thing here. We have the the Jose Chung. I know what this is, so. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay, good. Thank you for listening. And before we leave tonight, Cool Boy Nation, I think some of what we have experienced in this phenomenon we call Throw Alien can be summarized nicely by the literary ramblings of X-Files and Millennium fake author Jose Chung. Evidence of extraterrestrial existence remains as elusive as ever, but the skies will continue to be searched by the likes of Blaine Faulkner, Lay Muffin Thirty Two. Is that his real name? No, no, no. That's he's just Blaine Faulkner in the episode oh. that Lay Muffin Thirty Two is like my, AKA or yeah, you know, my. All right, I got it. now. Read. Uh, first, oh, are we fan. doxing Lay Muffin? Okay. <laughs> yeah, his name's Blaine Faulkner. Lay Muffin Thirty Two. But the skies will continue to be searched by the likes of Limbuffin32, <laughs> hoping to find someday, hoping to someday find not only proof of alien life, but also contentment on a new world. Until then, he must be content with his new job. New job. Others search for answers from within. Roki, some abductee relocated to El Cajon, California. Oh, he did. Preaching to the lost and <laughs> desperate. Seeking the truth about aliens means a perfunctory nine-to-five job to some. For although Agent Diana Lesky, oh yeah, I get it, uh, cool boy Falk, <laughs> yep. is a noble spirit and pure of heart, she remains nevertheless a federal employee. As you for do. her, that's a, great, that's a great fake name for him. As for her partner, Reynard Boldrake, cool boy <laughs> Ballard, that ticking yeah. time bomb of insanity his quest into the unknown has so warped his psyche, one shudders to think how he receives pleasures from life. I think it cuts to him watching porn, too, during, during that part of the VO, doesn't it? 
Uh, I thought he's watching something. I can't remember what the. I hope it's porn now. Uh, you, you always had to hear like vague, like kind of uh, uh, in the background because they couldn't be too overt <laughs> with it. Uh, Chrissy Giorgio, Green Shoot sixty four, has come to believe her alien visitation was a message to improve her own world, and she has devoted herself to this goal wholeheartedly. I remember this, mm-hmm. the girl. Then there are those who care not about extraterrestrials. Searching for meaning in other human beings. Rare or lucky are those who find it. For although we may not be alone in the universe, in our own separate ways, on this planet, we are all alone. Until next time, it's Bizes from Felk. Yeah, I thought that kind of summed it up pretty nicely. Like, the way to throw Whaley in his feels. He's alone on this planet, even though he's not really alone. He's got this thread, and, and this thread has, has been, in some ways, a beacon of positivity. In other ways, it hasn't. But uh, we have seen a lot of that positivity, definitely, and listeners as well. And I heard that episode, in that episode, Jose Chung say that, and I was like, man, that super applies, I feel like, to the situation. Yeah, it's so, a really well-written episode. Uh, it is. It, yeah. All right, dude. That was so. Was... And that's Bizies. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and that's Bizies for Ballard. <laughs> Until next time, it's Bizies for Felk. If I didn't say that. Yeah, and it's Bizies for Ballard again. Okay, just in case. All right, dude. One more episode, maybe. <laughs> we'll see. Yay! You are standing American boy. You've excelled in all things. Oh my God! You son of a bitch. See, I got a huge cock. Oh my God! Give me what I want! Oh my god! So you can run and tell that. God damn. Oh boy. Get out of here, damn son. Get out of here! The whistles got woo!